0: Holman, is it weird that um, just a few moments ago, uh, my phone flashed a message on and said that uh, it was, you know, the pop-up message and it said, would you like me to go on Do Not Disturb until the end of this podcast?
1: Ooh, and Siri's like, listening to you. What?
2: I know Siri's listening to you. Because I was in a meeting today. Mm-hmm. All right. So ever since, so I got an iPhone 11 Pro, right? Because I use the camera a lot and it's freaking awesome. Blah, fancy blah, 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 guy. Blah. Yeah. It seems right. like everyone I know got an 11. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, so I got the 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 like uh, praying mantis camera set up on it. which <laughs> right. pretty, yeah, It looks creepy. By the way, somebody made a um, a phone case where those are the barrels of the gun of like Arnold Schwarzenegger from like the <laughs> <Soul Recallers laughs> I've movies. seen that's that. One, that's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So we're in this meeting today, and somebody just says, blah blah blah. Yes. And Siri on my phone answers, that's what I would have said, or something like that. And the whole room turns and looks at my phone and just starts busting up. And it's like, nobody said, hey, Siri, uh, but this 11, uh, was it 11.3? No, no, it's 11.0.3. Well, I don't know, but boy, did it honk up my AirPods. There's so much weird stuff going on, and they've already done like two updates. I'm still buggy as hell. I'm an Apple guy,
0: and they're usually pretty good. Mm -hmm. This was a bad one. Yeah, so when I, so I, I have the AirPods, which yep. I rebelled against at the beginning. I'm like, those look lame as yeah. you walk around with little white I was on an airplane, and, and every yeah. single person was wearing them. Of course. It. <laughs> but now, you know what? They're so convenient that yeah. you have to use them. But now, with this latest update, I know, hey, it's the Truck Show podcast talking about <laughs> iPhone updates. Uh, this latest update, dude, when I have my AirPods in and I dial out. Yeah, you can't call me anymore. I can't. No, no. Here, I found out how to do it. Oh. I have to turn on my speaker, my external speaker on my <laughs> iPhone, uh-huh. and- when I switch from speaker to AirPods, then it will work. So, what, what generation is your phone? It's a 7. 7 yeah. Plus. So, you're, you're screwed. Apple doesn't care about you but anymore. But your
2: phone is buggy too. No, no, no. But my phone's buggy, but my AirPods work. Yeah. I have flawless AirPods. But what's funny is if, let's say, somebody sends me a notification, like, uh, I don't know, during the show, my wife texts me, and I go from the notification screen to see, you know, to preview her text, mm-hmm. it's just a blank screen. So I have to go out of it. I got to unlock it, and then I got to go. It's, it's just all sorts of weird. <laughs> Do you think we're being like clowned
0: right now to an, by Android yes, users? Yes. They're like, ah, oh, these guys are. But I had oh, Android. IOS.
2: I had Android for a work phone, and I could not get rid of that thing fast enough. So sorry, guys. I'm an Apple guy. Yeah, so I was on the White Glove
0: program for quite a while, new uh-huh. Samsung. When uh, they were is that a white rubber ones. glove or just a- It is not. Oh, That is what the program, at, uh, where it's run by a PR team out of Hollywood, mm-hmm. and they choose certain people, and you get a new phone. Oh, Every just, time a new phone came the, out. You're uh, on the the White Sock program with Globe Shoes as well, right? I am on the White <laughs> Sock program. <laughs> <checking>. Thank you. <laughs> it was awesome, and I mm-hmm. went through four or five phones with them, mm-hmm. and I did my best to like Android. Uh-huh. I really did, and I loved the Samsung handset. was amazing mm-hmm. and always a better camera than- I iPhone, the Not whole anymore. thing, well, I just didn't like the OS, awesome, I just didn't yeah. like the OS. It's, it feels, so
2: for me, I've always been an Apple guy, so mm-hmm. it's super easy, Microsoft is like file under file under, it's like engineer, right, engineers love that, and I feel like Android is very much like the engineer software system, right? Right. Anyway, enough about uh, buggy phones and all that kind of stuff, Would Wait, y- what? uh, what'd you do all week?
0: Well, I have been preparing for the SEMA show. Oh, my All gosh. Week. SEMA is coming up fast. All week. Yeah. So for you guys listening, it's in, uh, well, it's it, it's, this, in, in a it's week. this week. In a week. I have always been like you. Mm-hmm. I have gone. You've been in a booth occasionally for Motor Trend, but yeah. for the most part. No, I'm, I wander. You wander, yeah. right. Okay. I get to so see the you, whole it head. is and even though you're appointment to appointment, right? Yeah, you're yeah, interviewing yeah. people, right. you have some flexibility and some freedom. Yep. and I've always gone with that for almost, I don't know, eighteen years I've been going. Yeah, I think this as, is eighteen or nineteen As for me. media. Yeah. So like you, I yeah. just float around, I talk what I want to talk, I do want Exactly. And I am now in charge of this booth, and it's not. Womp womp. womp. I blew up the old booth. Yeah. Right. The so old booth was cool though. The old booth was cool, but I wanted all new. This what? is an all new face of the company nice. and all new everything. And does so it have pictures of you everywhere? Not at all. Oh, okay. No, there's just an just older checking. dude. He's a little taller than me <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah, a little the thinner too. Company a little <laughs> thinner, yes. And uh, so it's uh, been. I'm sorry that you reminded me about SEMA, by the way. Quite an adventure. I am excited. I truly am excited. But I have no. never. I'm excited for SEMA. I'm just mad that you reminded me because of all the pre work I have to do yeah, for SEMA. Right. Here, two times, three times, I had the SEMA crunch as far as automotive oh on that my side, God, that building... Sucks too. building. And so, something you for guys, SEMA. if if so, SEMA, you know what it is. It's the it's the big convention yep. in Vegas. It's yep. trade only, and it's where if you make wheels, well, how do you show wheels? How do you show your wheels? You can either put them up on a rack on an easel, yep. right, or on a big wall, or You find the coolest custom car,
2: yep, and hope that lots of pictures get taken. And
0: you put those, and you donate, you give those wheels to a guy with the coolest car. So what you end up with is hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of the world's coolest cars. Right,
2: and Uh, so literally is there is no other place where the, the quality of cars are this good.
0: Yeah, So oh, and th- also the, the, the poor quality of the cars as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> All in one spot. When you see the cars where the wind- windows are blacked out. <laughs> that's a 10-footer. From 10 feet away, that thing looks real good. Well, when the windows are blacked out, you know the guy <laughs> the couldn't finish the interior. Right, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a dead giveaway. Well, but anyway, so I, that is what I've been doing. What do you, what, what you been up well, to? Well, I
2: was gone all week on uh,
0: Pickup Truck of the Year. Oh, that's right. We had 11
2: trucks this year.
0: So the pickup truck of the year is that just one big like you win it all the yep. big grand pro- oh yep. it's not so broken it's, it's, up into categories like 2,500? Nope. nope okay it's uh, all new or significantly revised
2: vehicles we had eleven trucks so we had uh, we had everything from a ranger gladiator in the midsize class we had uh, the ram rebel eco diesel uh, side by side with the new uh, gm you had a side by side in yep. there yep absolutely <laughs> <laughs> with the new uh, gm straight six diesels we had the new l five p and the big uh, heavy duty trucks. We had the uh, Ford Tremor version of the Super Duty with the 7.3 liter gas engine, but, which we still can't talk about. But these trucks are so
0: varied. They're that's so right. different. So, We had the new you... uh, 6.7 uh,
2: Super Duty as well. We had the new Cummins with a 1,000 uh, pound-feet of torque as well. But I mean, some of them are these
0: giant tow picks, yep. and
2: some of them are yep. off-road. How do you— So there's one category that's empirical— And so that is everything that's real world. It's everything from zero to 60, and it's everything from uh, turning radius and approach angle and departure angle and towing and payload, because those are all real world things that doesn't matter what class of truck you get, you're going to use the truck in the real world. Everything else is subjective, and it's based on your expectation, the judges, it's based on their expectation for the category. How many judges? Uh, This year we have 14. Oh, damn. Yeah. Are they all within Motor Trend or not? Uh, some are freelancers and, okay. and whatnot. So I think we'll save it for next week because next week we've got a special guest from one of the manufacturers that was in the test. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think it dovetails nicely with the pick Pickup Truck of the Year content. So I basically have some interviews from the guys. We've got some audio of some of the gnarliest burnouts you've ever seen. I don't know if you went to our Instagram. but I hope I, you have I, some good audio. Yeah, yeah. Dude, the, we, we have great audio of just gnarly freaking burnouts. So <laughs> okay. I think next week we'll do pick Pickup Truck of the Year, next episode, uh, gnarly burnouts. And uh, some interviews with the guys who drove all the trucks back-to-back, including uh, Jason Gonderman from Truck Trend and K.J. Jones from Diesel Power. Awesome to hear from K.J. because this
0: was the first chance he had to drive all the new diesels in one place. Oh, huh, All the same damn, time back-to-back. I'm so jealous. Right, oh, yeah. So tell me, though, that in this episode, you're going to tell us about the new Nissan Titan.
2: Yeah. So the other place that I went this week was I flew out to Tennessee. I literally, literally ended— pick- it like a one-day trip? Yeah. yeah. So I, I ended Pickup Truck of the Year on Friday, Saturday morning, got in an airplane— Sunday night it was back at my house.
0: Your schedule, so <laughs> it was awful, dude.
2: <laughs> uh, but it was worth it. Got out to uh, to Tennessee and got to see the uh, the Tennessee
0: Titans. Yeah, uh, the Nissan Stadium. Where why they have- don't we? Why don't we save this? Don't give away too much. We're also going to check in on this episode with Bob Smith. Now, Bob is the I want to say he's the head of sales at Oracle the Lighting, national sales director. Okay, so Oracle. Some of you are familiar with the company, and some of you aren't. If you're not, you're going to learn a lot about LED lighting. They are like replacement, the like OE replacement lights. Exactly. Yep. So you can take your, your like your your ugly halogen like uh, headlight. <laughs> yeah, you're like your 2013 uh, Ford 6.7 and can, and make it modern. Yeah, with these it, lights,
2: exactly the diffused
0: LEDs and all that kind of cool
2: stuff, and, and daytime lighting, running off, lights and it, all yeah. that stuff.
0: Yep. Oh, and they've got all the crazy colors yep. and under rock lighting
2: and you name it. So right, so we'll talk to them. Uh, we're going to have an interview with Brent Hagen about mm-hmm. the Titan XD. Brent is with Nissan. Brent is, well, he's been on the show a bunch of times. Yeah. And so uh, had a chance to hang out with him in the new truck. That new truck comes out early next year. But right now, if you want to head on down to your Nissan dealer, get a 2019, I bet you can get a smoking deal on one, five-year, 100,000-mile warranty.
0: We need to call a Nissan dealership randomly and just put them on blast and go, Hey, uh, I'm interested in a Nissan Titan. Uh, what's the deal? Can we, I mean, you're not supposed to just put them on the air, but- can we violate like, the, FCC rules? the air. There's no FCC. Well, oh, that's right. There is that's no the FCC. FCC. It's a podcast. We should ask them. We're see two it. dudes in no, a no, room. No, no, no.
2: This is what we're going to do.
0: We should call them, and there
2: will be a contest. Who knows more about the new Titan? Lightning or the Nissan dealer? It might be me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It no, might be, no, 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 It no, might no. be the no. Nissan dealer. Yeah, I think it would be that. Anyway, one. if you want to check out the uh, all-new uh, Nissan Titan coming out in early next year, the 2020, head on over to uh, NissanUSA.com or check out some of our coverage on truck Trend and Four wheeler.com. But I want a smaller truck. Well, you can get yourself a Frontier. Ah! By the way, I don't actually the, want a smaller truck. The, the I want most the Titan. affordable uh, pickup truck in America, starting under twenty thousand dollars. You know what else is awesome? Uh, Decked. And so we. By the way, we have some with... deck news later coming up. in what's new in trucks? Oh, we're not going to do that here. No, no, no. We're oh. just gonna. We're just gonna do our normal. We love Deck. Go to uh, deckcom and at Deck USA. Check them out. If you need a cargo storage solution for your uh, truck or van, Decked has the answers. And uh, on that note, let's start the show.
0: Let's do it. <laughs> Show, whoa, whoa. No. It's the truck show what? with your hosts Lightning I beatboxing and over music. It's fun. You're stepping all over the announcer. Who is that guy by the way? God. I hired him. Is it is that you <laughs> with no. your voice changed? No. Is it Omar with his voice changed? I'm ca- not saying I am. actually
2: don't know who the announcer is on. I the know intro. you don't know, and I'm not gonna say. But that isn't that it's not fun? Cause then I don't care about it anymore. You I care about it care. right now. No,
0: it's a mystery. Is
2: it always gonna be a mystery? It will always be a mystery. Is that voice changed? To sound different. No. You're lying because- no, Yeah, you have your liar face on. No, I know. Yeah, because when you lie, you get like squinty eyes, and they, and they, nope, and then they kind of- Look twi- at my eyes now. They're big and round. Yeah, around, they, they like twist saucers. a little bit,
0: and then you have like a, a Cheshire Cat grin. I'm telling you that I'm not telling. I'm not going to disclose who voiced the intro. Hmm. Hey, before we call Bob from Oracle, yep. I want to hear more about the Nissan Titan. The Titan XD. Oh, it's the XD. The, uh, Platinum, right? Uh, Platinum M Pro 4X. It was awesome in person. Oh, the 4X is the one you texted me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So
2: so it's at Truck Show Podcast. It's on our Instagram, so check it out if you want to see some of the photos of it. Super awesome in person. But let's uh, listen to the interview, and then if you have any questions, I'll answer them after uh, we hear from Brent Hagen. All right, so here I am in uh, Tennessee. Uh, I spent the morning at Nissan uh, headquarters in Franklin, which is just outside uh, beautiful Nashville. And I am now standing, well, I was standing in a parking lot with our good friend Brent Hagen from Nissan. And he's been on the show a bunch of times. Uh, we
1: are tailgating. T- talk about where we're at right now. We are outside of Nissan Stadium yeah. to watch the Tennessee Titans take on the LA Chargers. Go, Titans.
2: <laughs> I, was gonna, I, I thought you were going to say uh, have them beat the Chargers. I
1: am
0: so jealous, by the way, Holman. Uh, they have a suite there,
2: obviously, because they sponsor the entire stadium. Did you have uh, chili dogs? Uh Better than that. Well, oh, really? first they catered an amazing barbecue out in the parking lot for us. Okay. It was s- spectacular. Okay. Um, I'm still mm, oh, It was so good. <laughs> anyway, and then we went into the stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to go on the field. Very cool. Then I got to go up to the suite, and then I got to get on an airplane because I had to be home that oh, night. Oh, you had to leave early. So, so I missed Wah. the game. But I went up to the suite checking this out. These zero gravity seats.
0: Mm-hmm. Don't tell me they have them in their suite. That's what they are.
2: All right, uh, I just want to point out that right now we are inside a brand new Titan XD, and it is hella loud
0: outside. There's tailgaters. No, you did not. What? You can't say hella.
3: We're not from NorCal.
0: Hella. That's a Northern California thing. Hella, bro. Isn't it weird that when you say hella, everyone in Southern California goes, you're from Sacto, Sacramento, or... Or, or Baco. Or Baco. Yeah, <laughs> biggest Field. Field. But when you're in Southern California, you do not say hella. Well, I wasn't hella, in Southern California. Or, or or you're doing it to be fun. Flip it. Right. Yeah, I was in Tennessee. Yeah, wow, well, you can't do it. Don't do it again. Okay. Hella loud outside.
2: There's tailgaters going on. We've got crazy music. We've got people just cruising around. There's barbecue. There's clanking. There's trucks. I mean, everything and just listen to this for a second we have the ac on and the truck's idling and i don't think you can hear anything except for a 400 horsepower uh, 5.6 liter endurance v8 got to hook up with uh with my buddy brent here and talk about the uh, the new xd so why don't you fill us in on uh on some of the goodies
0: yeah for 20 20- before he uh, kicks off remind us what Brent Hagen does at Nissan uh, his job is uh, changing but he's a
2: product planner for the truck stuff
0: as product planner he is responsible for uh, I guess leading the team and in terms of like innovation and what
2: features and what the what their customers are looking for and analysis and product and all sorts of stuff. gotcha
1: yeah for 2020 we've got the uh, all-new Titan and Titan XD I should say, uh, we've got 400 horsepower in the, out of our Endurance V8, new 9-inch screen. Uh, Which is
2: beautiful, by the way. I, I have to say that interior-wise, the upgrades are super nice. I would say the Titan is is in a class up there with RAM you know, as far as interior materials. The new screen's gorgeous. Uh, instead of having it in uh, in portrait mode, it's landscape. The contrast ratio on on the Ford and the GMs, they're really washed out, and the quality is not the same as the DIC and the Titan. The two screens look at the same quality, similar as uh, RAM has it. So it's definitely one of the higher quality interiors. The technology is amazing, but
0: Alman, I- uh, I if you had to compare the screen, I'm dying to know because I yep. haven't seen the new one. If you're comparing it to like a Retina on your iPhone, how how does it compare? Almost as good. Really? Yeah. Blacks are inky, inky black. Super crisp. Very
2: fast in terms of uh, latency when you're trying to do stuff th- through uh, CarPlay, Android so Auto. you're swiping, it swipes. It's very fast. Okay. Uh, what's cool about it, though, and I, I may talk about it a little bit, in both the Ford and the GM product, the center screen is a real disappointment. They're both white and blown out. So when you look at the DIC screen between your Speedo and tachometer, it's really sharp and and black and inky. It's really washy on both the Ford and the Chevy. So if you get into a Ram or a Titan... All the reds on Apple CarPlay are red. If you get into the Ford or the Chevy, they're pink, oh. and it just and it's and it's just one of those little things that it would bug me. And I love the fact that you get in the new Titan. Although if you probably have a match. Chevy or
1: Ford,
0: you don't realize it until maybe. You, maybe.
2: maybe but I mean, it, you, how do you not recognize that the two screens in front of you don't match each other in quality? That bugs me. The Titan's super crisp, super black. It's just really, really high quality.
1: The team put a lot of work in to make sure that we the truck was not only better power better safety but better technology as well so across all three areas the truck is outstanding
2: so one of the big changes for this year aside from the interior update is you guys focused on tech quite a bit and uh, I want to circle back to interior but let's talk about tech because you've got some standard features that nobody has standard in the truck market
1: yeah so we've got uh, our safety shield 360 from an overall technology and safety perspective so you've got uh, blind spot warning, uh, rear automatic braking, forward braking with uh, pedestrian as well. So uh, rear cross traffic alert. We've got a ton of uh, safety technology, six of the safety technologies that are standard on all the vehicles, no matter which uh, version you get from an S grade all the way up to Platinum Reserve.
2: And you also added uh, adaptive cruise control as an option this year as well. Absolutely, and that, that was one of
1: the six that I should have mentioned, yep
2: which is in the truck market just starting to come on. Some some manufacturers don't offer it yet. I love adaptive cruise. It's great for, for long trips and, and things like that. In addition to the safety, the engine's been upgraded. You get that 400 horsepower uh, rating, which means that you guys have the most standard engine horsepower in the light truck market.
1: That's absolutely correct. And uh, one note, I mean, I've I've heard a lot of the customer comments talking about, well, that's with premium fuel. That is, that's an option with premium fuel. If you put the premium fuel in, the customer, the vehicle recognizes it, you'll get 400 horsepower. If you don't, you put regular fuel, which is perfectly fine as well. You'll get 390. You know, who doesn't want more power? If (laughs) if, if, this is America, if you want, if you have that uh, available to you, you want to put the premium fuel in, you'll get more power. That's
0: an interesting, I'd like to do the math on that, Holman. We don't have to do it now, but for that extra, you know, if you're filling up and you're going from, say, 89 to 91. 87. 87 sorry, 87. And, and you don't have, well, you, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, from 87, to 91. Yeah. I, I usually like would use like mid grade, 89 or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Truck doesn't require it. The okay. tr- truck will make 390 horse off of um, 87. Off of
2: 87. And okay. it'll make uh, 400 horse off of. Uh, so main. what
0: I'm saying is to get that extra 10 horse, how much do you have to spend to get it? Well, it's 10, usually what, a 10 what or per 20 horse? Set, Yeah, I don't know. I'll do the math and get back to you you're not good at math mm, maybe not <laughs> choices we like choices that's right uh,
2: let's talk about that new 9 speed automatic which was a little bit of a surprise to me um, I the 7 speed Jacko was a great transmission I didn't really think it needed to be changed but you guys went and uh, went ahead and went with the investment and decided no we're gonna get there and, and get us uh, you know competitive and, and put a 9 speed together and uh we haven't driven it yet but everything i hear is really good about that transmission
1: yeah i can't yet talk too much about uh, the the impressions from driving it but with this new nine speed uh, this is a, a Code transmission and from 50 to 70 so that real world real acceleration it's almost a second faster than the so outgoing that passing seven power speed. that passing power it's got it and i actually drove this truck here uh it, it is it's an outstanding it, it accelerates it pulls hard i mean Yeah, we bumped up from 390 to 400 horsepower, but it feels like it got even more just because of how fast and uh, efficient this transmission is.
2: Sure, and obviously the extra gear ratios give you flexibility in, in your power delivery. Going back to the interior, of course, we've talked about the bigger screen, but you've also done some uh, nice touches. You've taken some of the features from like the Midnight Edition, like the black headliner, and added it on the Pro 4X. You can get it without leather, and on those cloth seats, there's like a really cool black camo pattern that's on the cloth portion of the seat. Maybe talk to us a little bit about those interior upgrades that you really thought would would help that premium experience in the Titan.
1: The Midnight Edition was outstanding for us, and we know a lot of customers are going to be bummed that we won't have it for 2020, but we tried to take the best elements from the Midnight Edition and bring it into the 20 model year truck as well so on Pro 4X you've got black headliner uh, black of the Nissan logo and and you've got orange or uh, an orangish red lettering on the inside. More sporty appearance for that from Pro 4X. Absolutely so completely blacked out interior but with those orangish red accents throughout the inside and then on Platinum Reserve we also do the same thing we bring the the black headliner for the premiumness Uh, we've gone to Brown and black interior. So, whereas the seats were two-tone before, they're all brown now, but the interior is still this kind of black and brown combination. Uh, but we tried to bring a lot of the, what works so well of the Midnight Edition, we tried to bring into uh, kind of multiple par- parts of the grade walk.
2: So I just got back from Pickup Truck of the Year for 2020. Of course, you guys will be eligible for next year's test uh, because of the late availability of the, the Titan. But what struck me is I haven't uh, driven a Titan in a little bit of time, but I was in the seats of 11 trucks last week. <laughs> and what reminded me how much I love the a the seating position of the Titan is amazing ergonomically it's great, visibility's great, but it's the zero gravity seats, and I don't think we talk about them enough. It's amazing that I can be in 11 different trucks, and the first time I sit back in a zero gravity seat, I'm reminded how comfortable this truck is.
1: One of our signatures, how much more comfortable the vehicle is, both in short-term trips, but especially those long-term, you don't get those pain points in your back, and your hips, and your butt, uh, where you start shifting in your seat, yeah. and getting uncomfortable positions. I, I can sit in these, these seats for hours and hours and have no fatigue.
2: Well, and I've taken a, uh, a Titan XD, the previous generation, from Tennessee to L.A., 22 hours to Denver and 20 hours to L.A. So I did it in basically two chunks with only one night of rest and 42 hours in those seats within two days. is, is I can attest to how, you know, how amazing the seat comfort is.
1: Yeah, you don't need to have an iron butt to sit these seats for that long, that's for sure.
2: Now, you guys also have a brand new sunroof option, which uh, wasn't available in the last generation truck. But instead of just doing a sunroof, you went with a full panoramic glass roof. And we're talking about, was it 10 square feet of surface area? So really big. That's right. Three and a half by three and a half, basically. So uh, I think when we reported the news, the press release was wrong. It said three square feet of uh, surface area. Yeah, because like, that would be really tiny. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, th- I think Brent just said three and a half by three and a half, so it's like 10 square feet. It's it's really big. Like, it's a big old sunroof. I saw
0: when you texted
1: me the photo, it w- was like most of the roof. Yeah, it, it's it's awesome. We heard a lot of customer comments about not having a sunroof for the first one, so now we have it both available in Pro4X, SL, and Platinum. You can get that big, giant panoramic sunroof.
2: All right, and also with the, in terms of driver interface, you guys have a, a really, really high quality uh, seven-inch DIC. So you have a pretty big DIC in the uh, in the Titan, <laughs> and then uh, the standard screen is eight-inch.
0: Seriously, what?
2: DIC, Driver Information Center. I mean, come on. What are you? Five. That's what she said. The standard screen is eight inches, but again, the optional screen is nine inches. So I think you guys have the largest standard screen in the in the class. That's right. Also have Android Auto and CarPlay standard as well. Absolutely correct as well. Those are uh, those are things that you know you don't always get uh, in the base truck. So you guys are again adding a lot of value, which is, I think something uh, Nissan's known for. And you decided to keep the warranty on the new truck, which is huge because I think from a value proposition and and what your um, offering five-year 100,000 mile warranty is going to continue on the 2020s.
1: That's correct, and I would like to say it's bumper to bumper. Some people get right. confused, sometimes they say, right. oh, five-year 100,000 mile powertrain right. warranty. And everybody other, else has got that. Yeah, nope. other manufacturers have that. Five-year 100,000 mile bumper to yeah, bumper.
2: Everybody else is uh, 336, if I uh, remember correctly. And then, of course, let's talk about some of the differences in you know XD for those who, who might not be familiar with it. Uh, it's gonna be five point six gas engine with the nine speed transmission. Um, you guys have really taken Titan XD and kind of aimed it toward the weekend hauler, that adventurous camper. You put up you know a, a high amount of priority on bed utility and, and capability. When you get into the XD, it's actually a completely different frame than the standard Titan. You get upgraded brakes, 14 point two in the front, 14 point four inches in the rear. You get a 10 and inch rear differential. The frame is actually three and a half inches taller, fully boxed, full length ladder frame. So you actually sit three inches, three and a half inches taller than the standard Titan. So these are all things that make the XD, while it it shares the same cab and interior, uh, basically a completely
1: different truck. Yeah, you've got it exactly. So customers that say we want to tow 10, 11,000 pounds, you can do that with a half ton truck, but it's not comfortable. It's not confidence inspiring. It's not uh, dare I say safe in some instances. Uh, So when you have a truck that has a completely different platform, has a, a unique frame, unique axles, unique brakes, that are meant for that higher capability level, that's what the XD is. For those customers that tow 10,000 pounds on a consistent basis, they want a truck that's comfortable doing it, safe doing it. And now they have it with technologies like intelligent cruise control that make it that much more comfortable to drive.
2: And then you guys also uh, have, so the XD, because it's longer, it's an 11.8 11.8-inch longer, 11.8 longer wheelbase, uh, and about 15 or so, 14.5 inches longer overall, you, you get the 6.5-foot bed that's instead right. of the 5.5-foot bed. So it's just all the way around. The idea is to give you more truck and more capability. If you love the regular Titan, but you just need a little bit more, the XT is the right place to go in the, in the Nissan lineup.
1: That's right. And some, you know, some competitors, some other people we've seen do it with packages. Yeah, the truck is essentially the same, but it's a package of springs, shocks, whatever. Uh, this is a complete bottom up. It's a different truck, more capability, extremely affordable. So, when you compare the price from a Titan to a Titan XT, I think people will be surprised.
2: Let's let's talk about that. You know, going back to the if you were to get a competitor's half truck. To get to bump up into the big numbers that they're quoting. And, and to keep in mind, the really big numbers are usually on only one configuration of truck, right? And the rest of them are actually a little bit lower. Um, but to do that, you have to get the towing package and you have to get the you know upgraded springs and you have to get the, the the trailer brake controller. And a lot of times all those things are sold separately. In the XD, you already have the mirrors, you already have trailer brake controller. That's right. You already have the integrated fifth or gooseneck setup in the back, That's which you right. can adapt to a fifth wheel setup if you if you want um in the aftermarket so you're already giving that so basically for roughly the same price you would pay for all that as an upgrade package on a standard half ton you're getting a you know near three-quarter ton uh build and getting that type of i guess confidence is really the the best thing to to say
1: yeah and i would argue actually you get it for a better price point than a lot of packages if if customers go out and shop the 19s they'll see when they walk from a titan to a titan xd we're not talking pricing for 20 right now but when you look and see what's in the marketplace today for less than $2,000, you get all of that. You're going to get the tow mirrors, you get the trailer brake controller, you're going to get the integrated gooseneck hitch, you're going to get the different frame and the brakes, yep. and the Four pin, seven
2: pin. Also, you guys have the uh, the wiring right. connections both on the bumper and in the bed, so that's that right. if you are having a gooseneck trailer, you don't have to drape any of the wires and cords over the back of the tailgate. So I mean, there's a lot of thought that went into it. And then you're also offering 360 surround view still on
1: these trucks as well, right? Yep, a round view monitor on Pro4X, uh, SL, and Platinum. Is there anything uh, that we missed? I, I... I want to give my plug to my new cell phone holder. Your Uh,
2: patent-pending cell phone holder.
1: (laughs) No, not patent-pending, patent- And this is one of my only beefs,
0: remember? Uh, Like, everything I loved about the Titan one I had a couple weeks back, nowhere to put my cell phone holder. Uh, Did Did he know about that? Not only has it
2: changed, the- Way that the, uh, if you've been in a Titan, you know that you can pop out the uh, cup holders and move them in different positions. Yes, I know so th- that. Those little s- those uh, slots that it snaps into, mm-hmm. the new cell phone holder will be available from your Nissan dealer and will retrofit back to older Titans. Nice! So you can put the cup holder and your cell phone holder in any position you want along
0: that little... God line. bless America.
2: <laughs> and Brent Hagen. <laughs> yes, Brent Hagen.
1: No, not patent pending. Patent did. Oh, <laughs> right? yeah. did you get the yeah. patent? I think we've... Uh, uh, I'm waiting for the plaque to come in. Oh, the, 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 right. the engineering team, I think, has the patent. Send it's me already, a picture. I want to see the patent. We've got the, the number and everything. Right. Awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. Um, the, the great thing about this is it's not just for the 20s and, and up, but this will be compatible with all this going back to the 60s. Yeah. So yeah. anybody who already has one, they can buy this and put it in their truck. So
2: your console essentially has... A Uh, you're using a uh, column shifter, which frees up the console for extra space. And then you've got a a set of detents in the center console for the cup holder, where the cup holder's always been able to move in the different detents. You've added a double cell phone detent that can move positions within the console as well. So it'll fit an iPad mini, it'll fit a couple of cell phones. You've got the pocket for charging and you can kind of put it at you know, the, the position you want it in.
1: That's right, I think they said there's like seven or eight. I think they, they counted the number of different configurations you can put it in. Sure. But you can fit two big, I mean, it's as big as the big uh, iPhone Maxes and the rest. That you can yeah. fit two phones side by side, put the cord underneath, and you can move it in any number of positions. Really excited, but the best part about it, I think, and what was critical to me is being able to have those customers that have already bought a Titan. Yeah, they can go buy this part and throw it in. So it's it's from that modular perspective. So,
0: So I I don't, Holman, what's patented about it? Because it doesn't sound, I mean, I can't picture it. I mean, the the phones are canted back at what, like 10, 20 degrees. So, imagine if,
2: uh, on like a RAM, right, there's a similar cell phone holder at the
0: front of the center console. Yeah that puts the phone's upright. It's kind of like where in a sh- like in a in a Silverado where I would have the AC yeah, adapters. No, no, no. In the Silverado already...
2: where you'd have the wireless charging. Okay. Right? So the Ram has a wireless charging or you can put them up. Similar. What Titan does, what Nissan does better is on both the Chevy and the Ram, the phones drop below the top of the console like they're kind of buried down low. Right. In the Titan, they're the same level as the cup holders. So what's nice is they're at your fingertip if you need to do something with your maps or whatever. Not that I'm advocating texting or doing things on your phone while driving. It does have Apple CarPlay, but if you're plugged in, you have two phones side-by-side, or you can have an iPad Mini, um, and you can still access it because it's not buried down in the console. It's up at
0: the same level as the cup holder. So when I'm plugged in with Apple CarPlay, is there a place for the cord to escape out the bottom? Yes, I just can't picture how it would be because typically when you have those in your in your no, 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 in no, it, you cradle the phone a there's a go slot. With me. So it has a slot. So when you put in the
2: phone, the cable has a place to escape. So here's a picture. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna move the microphone here. The center console You're
0: getting a little uncomfortably
2: close to me. Here. Well, you know, I'm trying to show you on my phone here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the cup holders pop out and can go here and this module pops out and goes there, but if you have it in this place, the phone sits up high like this.
0: Oh, I like that. So you can have your hand on the armrest, and then your phone is at your fingertips. So you're not pinching the phone between, like, two rubber pieces. Well, the phone. No, what's happening is the phone just is lightly cradled, and it's got, like, an L bracket that holds it from popping out. Boy, this is, it would be very difficult to explain this. Yeah, anyway. Uh, it's, it's very very simple. I think the it's super his, simple. Pat, his patent must be on just... They did it because it's so simple and so
2: elegant. Probably, yeah, and I'm sure hmm. it has to do with the adjustable position and cradling a couple of phones and all that good stuff. By yeah, the okay. way, your your new nine-inch display pinch-to-zoom and it's super fast and super responsive as well, which which we were playing with and I was really impressed with how fast everything works. It seems like it's got the right processor in there. It, it doesn't have the the latency issues that some of the other trucks have.
1: Yeah, the team's put a lot of work in. I can only give credit to all the engineering staff.
2: And then also the uh, Fender audio system. I don't think we talked about the return oh, of the Fender oh, audio yeah. system.
1: Absolutely. So one of the best parts about the vehicle with 12-speaker Fender, it's outstanding. I'll put it up against anything in the market today.
2: Yeah, and uh, our, our man, Lightning, back at the uh, studio uh, had a 19 recently, and he was blown away at the clarity and the front staging and just how good we played a bunch of different songs uh, back in the, uh, in the at the headquarters a little while ago when we were there. And uh, just it's just a really, really solid factory sound system.
1: And, and I'm used to listening to your pod, podcast uh, with my headphones in, uh-huh. but they the jingles sound that much better on the Fender system. <laughs> uh, I no, don't believe- no, no. Tell me, <laughs> Brett's not
0: listening to our show. Hey, he listens every episode. No, Brett, don't yeah, do that. 100%. It's We're bad. Don't <laughs> listen to us. Well, you know, he's, uh,
2: yeah, I don't know why he listens I to I mean, us. I
0: appreciate it yeah. genuinely. Yeah. Thank you. But damn, now I feel pressure. <laughs> all right. Well, I appreciate
2: you walking us through all the awesome uh, upgrades for the uh, the Titan. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about?
1: That awesome Baja color. Oh, yeah. We've got a couple new colors led by Baja Storm, yep. which is a brown kind of uh, military. It's, like it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's got a little no bit of metallic,
2: that. but just a, it's... It's better than some of the beiges that have been out there. It's darker. It's a little more, I guess, moody.
1: Yeah. (laughs) We tried to go a little more military-esque with that color, right? So it's got that... accent and color we also have two other we have a premium red that's coming out uh cardinal red metallic and then also red alert we're bringing back red what? alert is
2: awesome that's anybody remember red, red, red alert yeah. from
1: the last generation titan yep yeah. we're actually from first generation titan we're bringing that back so it looks outstanding with in the pro red 4X.
2: circled gauges and the contrast stitching all the little red accents of pro 4x i think red alert and pro 4x is going to be bomb that thing's going to look so cool
1: absolutely and there's one
0: last thing I-, I don't think you're allowed to say bomb what that's for like 14-year-old girls and rappers. No, I, I I invented bomb. Back
2: when the uh, dinosaurs were roaming the uh, Earth. can figure
1: out all of the Easter eggs where we put the Titan logo. Okay. So we put that Titan mask logo all throughout the vehicle, inside and out. Awesome. I'd like to see if anybody can count up and get the, uh, the correct number. All right. Wait, no. Is that true? Yeah. Are there really Easter eggs
0: all over the Titan? Yeah. Do you know where they all are? Uh, I don't know where they all are. I know where a bunch of them are. It's part of the fun. You, but do you know where there are somewhere? the average person wouldn't find them? Maybe. Oh, man, I love that. I love that
2: so yeah, it's much.
0: got to have a little bit of fun with it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right, truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. I promise
0: you, if you give us the right number, I'll send you a T-shirt. All right. <laughs> Outstanding. All right, well. Did he tell you how many? I can't tell you. Well, no, but you just, but no. Uh-huh. The, but you, so you do know, because if someone calls the five-star hotline, six five seven two zero five sixty one zero five and Tells us the right number of hidden Titans. Now, wait—does it vary by year, or are they all the same? No, no, no. Just, just go count them up on your new 2020 Nissan Titan when they come out. And if oh, you... this is only
2: on the 2020. Yes.
0: Oh, uh, I was thinking he was okay. Got no, it. No,
2: no, no. This is a little special thing for those Titan buyers for 2020. A little wink and a nod. Just saying, come have fun with us.
0: All right. Well, uh, we have to get
2: outside because there is barbecue and uh, tailgate party. Enough of this podcast and truck stuff. Let's
1: go. Uh, let's go enjoy a game. Go Titans! Thanks for Sean. <laughs> all right. Talk to you soon. All right, so uh,
0: I used my little Gas Buddy app, and I accidentally clicked on Costco. So these prices might be a little low for California, but let's just go with this: twenty-six gallons of eighty-seven octane. Let's call it at uh, three ninety-three a gallon, one hundred two eighteen. Okay, one hundred two bucks, yep. basically. Uh, twenty-six gallons. I think that's what Titan is. Twenty-six gallons, yep. roughly. Yep. Okay, twenty-six gallons of ninety-one octane. At uh, let's call it four dollars and fifteen cents is. Um, 107 bucks, right. 90 cents. So the difference a little over is, five bucks. Yeah, 572. So that divided by... So uh, so 10 horsepower divided by 572, 57 cents per horsepower.
2: I would do that. That's a bargain. Yeah. I think it's a bargain. I, I mean, it's enough where I would, uh, you know... Not that you couldn't roast the tires anyway, but why not? Uh, why not do it? 57 cents a horse. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, uh, that's, uh, that's enough about Titan XD for now. I am going to be heading out to uh, Utah in a few weeks to drive the new Titans for the first time, so I'll bring back some more information about how the uh, trucks drive and handle, but for now, I think it's time for What's New in Trucks.
0: Yeah, what he said.
2: What's What's new in
3: trucks?
0: We need to know.
3: What's new in trucks?
0: We need to know.
3: What's new in trucks? We need to know. Lifted, lowered, and everything in between. What's happening in the world of trucks?
2: Oh! (laughs) Oh, Totally ruined it.
0: Yeah, I don't know what happened. I think I have some sort of a frog jumped in my throat right through yeah, right in the got, middle you, of that. You look like you're having a stroke and heart wow. attack at the same time. I don't know what happened. My know. my voice failed me <laughs>
2: it completely. It checked out for the day. It's not the only thing that's failing <laughs> you. Right yeah, now. no kidding. I don't know how much longer this show's going to go on. I and mean, things are dropping off and falling out. <laughs> things are and, dropping no, off. Mid, yeah, that's yeah. just awful. <laughs> oh man, uh, well, you got
0: you got news that dying on the vine as well. <laughs> Since I, I clearly can't speak right now, why don't I hand you? This to read. All right. This says, DECT is pleased to announce and encourage the entire aftermarket industry to join them in a campaign to bring an official National Jobber Day to the U.S. National Registry calendar. There you go, Deck. That's so, for you, from so, all the jobbers so right out there. So right next to uh, right next to National Hot Dog Day and everything else, it's going to yeah, be a why National not? Jobber Day. Oh, jobbers so, are awesome. A jobber, for those who don't know, is just uh, somebody who works on your car. Who yeah, just tradesperson jobs. and yeah. you know, blue collar and all that stuff that we love. Tradesperson, like that. So uh,
2: Deck says that they're kicking off an effort to recognize the men and women who are the lifeblood of the aftermarket industry, and they are throwing a party for jobbers attending SEMA in their booth on Wednesday, November sixth. So they invite everybody to join them, honoring the hard work. And dedication of those who make being a successful company in today's aftermarket vehicle marketplace possible. And that is going to be in the decked booth in the South Upper Hall, Wednesday,
0: November 6th from 3 to 5. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Nachos, beer, soft drinks, raffle prizes, and something totally random. Ooh, an emu. (laughs) An emu? (laughs) That would be random. Last year was a band. Last year, they've had a mariachi band, didn't they? No, it was a high school. It was a high school marching band? Yeah. Yeah, they've done some really weird stuff, and people were not exactly thrilled with the high school marching band walking through the The SEMA hall during midday.
2: I was. It was awesome. (laughs) It was awesome. Uh, The horn section was loud as hell. I love the horn section. So all jobbers and distributors attending SEMA are welcome, and if you want to find out more information on how to get involved in lobbying to get National Jobber Day on the official National Day registry, there is such a thing apparently, visit www.deckt.com forward slash Jobber Day. Now, and, do, do uh, people
0: who are jobbers think of themselves as jobbers? Sure. Do you think so? Yeah, especially if you get your own day out of it. Yeah, but if I'm a jobber, I'm a I'm a mechanic or I'm a a window tinter or you know, I don't know. I, do I do I think of myself as a jobber? You know, what's awesome. Several thousand signatures will
2: be needed to get this day accepted to the national registry. So, if every one of our listeners does it, we'll get like four days on the registry. Nice. <laughs> okay, so that's uh, Deck- Jobber Week. We're going for you Decked, know what? What? Greg and Decked, we love you, but Jobber Day isn't enough. The Truck Show podcast is going after Jobber Week. We're gonna be Yeah. We're gonna be
0: Jobber weekies. <laughs> no, I don't think, Jobber Weekies. No. That's something different. Oh, okay. Deck.com slash Jobber Day. What else you got? What else you got? What else you got? What else do you have? Do you got some news for me? Sup over there? You got something to shout out? You got something I need to know? What's happening over there? Hey, remember when, uh, <laughs> when Bollinger
2: came on? How long are you going to let me go? I was just enjoying it. <laughs> uh, Bollinger, the ones with the B1 and the B2. Uh, yes, it's the electric trucks. The electric trucks. They finally announced pricing. Okay. Care to guess? It's the uh, B1 and B2 electric trucks. They're a four-door crew cab or a four-door SUV. Uh, so just as a reminder, payload capacity of 5,000 pounds, maximum tow rate 7,500, removable doors, roof, windshield, unique pass-through storage capabilities, height adjustable suspension, 15 inches of ground clearance. Is this the
0: one that looks like a Lego?
2: Yes, it's that one. Okay. Like a Lego Range Rover. So 200 miles of range, Okay, uh, 614 horsepower and 668 pound-feet of torque. All right. This Locking is... differentials. Okay. Got a lot of cool stuff on it. Just, my only thing is the range. I think it looks cool. It also has portal axles. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's it cool. Does. Yes. Okay. And a cross-linked hydropneumatic suspension, which is, uh, I'm guessing because it's adjustable, they're saying 10 to 20 inches of ground clearance.
0: Okay, so in a really what, anemic twenty two point five to one crawl ratio. Yeah, what does this go for? What does this cost? I'm gonna
2: say it starts. You can flat toe with it. It's got a neutral. Oh, okay. A true neutral.
0: I'm gonna say a true hose out interior. It starts at forty eight. Forty eight what? Okay, wow, really forty eight seven fifty. Forty eight thousand seven hundred fifty dollars. Yes.
2: Do you think that the cassette-style windows, the side windows that click to latch and slide to open, but remove in a jiffy for that true open air feeling is worth $47,000? Uh, I bet you I'm low. I, feel, I the, feel like I'm low now. How about the four identical seats that can be uh, covered in cloth leather or vegan leather?
0: Four identical seats as opposed to like four seats that would
2: be super randomly different? <laughs> well, no, because most <laughs> trucks have a different seat in the back than the front seats. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I am don't fast know. Fast charging will take 75 minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 200 miles of range, though. Nah, that's the only thing that bugs me. Are we getting to Vegas? Should we have him back on? <laughs> no, we can't, just, we can't. We can't drive from here to Vegas tonight. Right. Should we call him and have him back on? I think we should have him back on to talk about it. Absolutely.
0: All right, but let's let's first get through the price. I told you. I think I'm low now. Can I, re- can yeah, I revise? Yeah, you can revise. Price is right, rules. All right, so I'll go. I bet they thrifted the design. Like it's got a lot of bells and whistles, but they really thrifted it. 52, 250. Try $125,000. Oh!
3: <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah.
2: Either, either one what? starts at $125,000. What? That's a lot of money.
0: What are you talking about, Willis?
2: <laughs> That's a lot of coin. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, what? How much again? $125,000. $125,000. You could buy a fully loaded uh, pickup truck and a Jeep to go with it. Fully loaded anything. You could get a fully loaded uh, one-ton heavy-duty with a ton of cash to spare. uh, You you could get a a
0: one-ton heavy-duty and put a
2: side-by-side on your- You could get a fully loaded uh, Grand Cherokee Trackhawk Mm. and just- uh, I don't know, which would be faster? Oh, the Trackhawk- for sure. Well, it's electric. I don't know. Zero, zero yeah, to 60? Oh, more than All-wheel drive, 707 horsepower. It's still way more power than the uh, Bollinger.
3: Hmm.
2: I don't know. Does it have ludicrous do we, mode do like we need the to, Tesla? Do we need to race them? I, I think we- that, Don't tell either manufacturer what we're doing, but then get a Grand Cherokee versus a B1? Yes. That would be kind of cool. I think we do. <laughs> they're both four-door
0: SUVs, so why not? Right. That's what hmm. I'm saying. Hmm. $125,000. So they're clearly, it's a boutique. It's a boutique brand. Yeah, right?
2: absolutely, right. Absolutely.
0: Whereas Rivian is going for mass. Yeah, they're trying to scale up for sure. Like it's more of a consumer
2: vehicle. This is more of a fun, you know, adventure vehicle hmm. that needs a generator. I wonder how many
0: own. they. Yeah, they're going to need an onboard Onan seventy-five kilowatt <laughs> diesel <laughs> generator to power the truck. I, mean, I don't want to be unfair to them. Right.
2: I'm just saying, in the way that our world works, two hundred miles. That's the only. I love everything about it. 200 miles range? Mm, it's not not going to cut it for my use. So if you're city
0: folk, this is this is great. And you, you're just you're you just are showing city folk. Off. But no what I'm saying is, yeah man, you go up to Big Bear on some and take some trails off-road, you're stranded. You can't make it up to
2: up the mountain and, and there's no way. 200 miles from here to Big Bear? So it's what, 70, 80 miles to Big Bear? Yeah. But you got to go up the mountain. Right. So So I don't know. Killing the mileage. Although, if depending on what trails you do, if you're low on batteries, you could ride the brakes all the way down and use that regenerative. uh, I'm assuming it has regenerative uh, braking, but I'm not. I'm not positive. Mm. So anyway, all right. Moving right along. uh, You remember the uh, GMC Typhoon? Yes, I do. Uh, That was the uh, little S15 Blazer version of the Cyclone. Right, turbocharged V six, all wheel drive. Have some. It had some whack
0: ass wheels on
2: it. Didn't no, it? it was awesome. What is it with you and those wheels? Those wheels were one of the most badass wheels of the day.
0: I knew you were gonna say that. No, that's they why are. I hate them so much. No, show. Let me show. Look me at see. that. Those are badass. See. All those are hideous. They're like monoblocks. Those are freaking hideous. No, that's like a GM truck monoblock. Those are just ridiculous. No, they're <laughs> so ridiculous. Weird. You're a wheel <laughs> hater. You're I don't just like saying any that. of those. You don't but like all any those wheels from the '80s. Are just lame. That's not the '80s. It's 1992. Whatever. It's the same. All right, so carryover. They were designed in like '89 or something.
2: No. I'm just saying. No, it's just that's awesome for a second. All right. Wait, you're going to bash the wheels which are actually cool, but you're okay with the body kit? Oh, well, the body kit's <laughs> not that great either. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh so check this out. Um Barrett Jackson's 12th annual Las Vegas auction at Mandalay Bay Casino Resort on October uh,
0: 3 through 5, they sold Oh, you're going to tell me how much did they sell one for? Was it in yes. pristine condition? This particular
2: 1992 typhoon is characterized by several features that makes our hearts race. Original, unmodified, 16,664. By the way, which isn't that low of mileage. Somebody drove it and enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, you know, over Who drove it? Do we know? Is it a famous car? Uh, actor Bill Bixby. Wait, Bill, B- Wait, no, Bill Bixby. Bixby. <gasps> Bill Bixby. Bixby is the Hulk. My favorite Martian, the courtship of Eddie's father, the magician, and... The Incredible Hulk. Yeah. He bought the Typhoon new at Thorson GMC Truck Buick in Pasadena, California. And in 2009, his family sold it to a private collector. Uh, did you know that Clinton Eastwood, John F. Kennedy, Bob Seeger, and Tyler Hoover have all owned Typhoons? No. <laughs> Just, what? In the random fact department. All right. Anyway, uh, no paintwork. It's all original. Original documentation, original keys, and a clean title history. And the Typhoon was produced for GMC by Production Automotive Services in 91, 92, and 93. 4,697 exist. There were six pre-productions in 91, 2,497 produced in 92, and 2,200 for 93. And the black exterior and black interior combo on this Typhoon was actually the most common. There's 1,262 of those sold in 1992. So, knowing all that... Oh, by the way, we should remind people. It was 3,822 pounds, turbocharged 4.3 liter V6 with 280 horse and 360 pound-feet of torque, which was huge back in the day when you consider the standard. Jimmy had a 190 horsepower out of the 4.3 non-turbo. Zero to 60 was 5.3 seconds, which even today is pretty quick. Yeah, it's pretty fast. Um, and uh, did stock did the quarter mile 14.1 at 95. Had a water, air intercooler, revised intake, exhaust manifold. Wow, water to air intercooler. Yeah. Huh. And the engine's made it to a 4L60 4-speed and a BorgWarner 4472 transfer case to make it all-wheel drive. Also has bigger brakes, limited-slip rear differential, sport
0: suspension fully loaded is what you're saying apparently rear air suspension i didn't know that about these trucks wow is it uh you have to adjust it from the inside I wonder no i think of... it's just load leveling for oh, or, that or, yeah
2: but they had such low uh i think they only have like 500 pounds of payload or something like that so it's like you and your buddy in a kind of load like you
0: drank too much buddy i'm gonna use the <laughs> yeah. air suspension you're, you're
2: walking yeah you're walking all right anyway so with all that information out there what do you think it's all for
0: All right at Barrett Jackson Las Vegas see the thing is it's a celebrity car so I think that Bill Bixby is okay. uh, he was a big deal in the 80s I th- I think that's fair I'm saying that this sold for 77, thousand uh, dollars Price prices right rules are you revising? No, seventy-seven
2: thousand. It sold for. Are you ready? Yes. Sixty thousand five hundred dollars. Damn it! Well, you know, I tried to uh, try to give you a hint, but what do you sixty. You tra- tra- what, what, what was my hint? That you were over the Price Is Right rules. Oh, I see. So sixty thousand five hundred—that's no joke. I mean, to see a crappy early '90s, basically S15 Jimmy go for sixty grand—and again, celebrity. I know it's special. No, but this this one's special. These are special trucks. They are special. But, but you did grand sh- special, yeah. Mm. I-, I wonder what the uh, collector market is doing outside of uh, outside of you know actor owned versions.
0: Probably in the 40s?
2: high forties, yeah. 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 So mm. anyway,
0: hey, did you uh, did you hear?
2: I uh, no. You thought we were gonna go through the whole <laughs> thing and there wasn't gonna be a yeah, did you hear? Yeah. You got one. You got one. Jeep and AM General are doing a new military vehicle together.
0: AM General still around?
2: Uh, they are. I'm in, kidding. In fact, uh, they have uh, worked out an agreement with FCA to militarize the Gladiator. And make a Gladiator available for uh, any kind of special forces or militaries that want to have a pickup truck.
0: But first they have to sell it to the military, right? Right. You could militarize anything, but will the military buy it? Well, that's a whole nother.
2: Right. Know. So they have an agreement to shop it to various militaries around the world, including our own, apparently. And they're going to collaborate. It's called the Jeep Gladiator XMT
0: for extreme military grade. But are you going to buy that or are you going to buy a JLTV? With a big old, well, I don't bags think you, you Duramax that, in it. I, you,
2: oh, if you're a million, you are a Yeah, you can not buy it. Right. But if, uh, yeah, but you, maybe you don't need that much. Jail TVs are giant. Yeah. So if you want to see some pictures, head on over to uh, fourwheeler.com. There's some renderings in there. And what looks like a probably a real vehicle. Four door <laughs> Probably real. Uh, the one in the photos is a beige one, roofing, uh, doors are off. It's got like tube doors on it, a, a bumper. Uh, looks like they went with 37 uh, inch BF Goodrich tires. Uh, rollover protection, it's got a central tire inflation system and armor on it, 12,000-pound winch, it'll be offered with the eco diesel, same as the uh, standard Gladiator. Don't know what changes are coming to that. Uh, They said if they get a buyer, AM General thinks that production can start uh, as early as late 2020, and they will uh, custom-tailor the XMTs to meet mission-specific requirements from military customers. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if they actually uh, go out and build
0: it. Can't wait to see those uh, Gladiators with diesels in them. I can't wait to get my hands on You haven't driven one, have you? No. In fact, the uh, drive is during SEMA.
3: Oh. So we're sending- Is it
0: in Vegas? No, it's outside of Vegas. Okay. St. George, I think.
2: So they'll be uh, they'll be out there when we are. Unfortunately, uh, I'm booked, so uh, I have to send somebody to go you drive got, it. Are you
0: someone going
2: to do it? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Get, Whoever that is, I want to get a I, first impression. Oh, yeah. We'll definitely get a review on that. Uh, and then, do you remember when we were talking with uh, General Motors with uh, Mark Dickens, and he was talking about the ZR2 platform, the military vehicle? Yeah. So this is the ZR2 based. Uh oh wait a minute! What is this? So that is a Chevy ZR2. How is that a
0: ZR? There's nothing left of it. I know it's it's got its own body with. Uh, it, There's it, not a body. That's just a roll cage <laughs> with nothing else on it. Right? That is just four wheels, uh, a hood, two kind of sort of fenders, and a and a tubular roll cage. And that's got the uh, Duramax little
2: uh, 2.8 diesel in it. And these are uh, it's a GM defense truck prototype. But
0: according to Mark Dickens, that's like a, awesome. Dude, that looks like a side-by-side. That doesn't even look well, like a truck. it's
2: supposed to carry... I want to say it was, it's some ridiculous amount, like nine guys in it, mm-hmm. compared to like a Polaris or a Razor, something that might be like four or five or something like that. Basically, that's the same truck that he was talking about. I guess it'll compete with the Gladiator for that light-duty troop transport vehicle uh, based
0: on you know consumer technology to make uh, maintenance and all that a lot easier. N- can, uh, <clears throat> they should make one... Um Oh, you couldn't, you couldn't make that for, it's got no, there's no doors, there's nothing, there's no, no D.O.T. Do, never no, that, that's that. not,
2: it's not meant to be D.O.T. I'm
0: saying, how fun would that be off-road? Oh, would be awesome. Uh, I wonder, and look, it's got AEV Crestone wheels on it, which is awesome <laughs> on the prototype. No, but if you showed that to nine out of ten, ten out of ten people would not know that that was started out as a Colorado. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, just I, I wonder if we'd get a chance
2: to drive it if we asked them really, really nicely. It looks like a kit car. It would be so awesome to drive. Oh, my God. I'm I mean, all about that. I mean, we should probably take a picture of that and put it up on our uh, on our Instagram. But yeah, anyway,
0: truck show podcast.
2: Kind of cool to see that the uh, the military versions of all these vehicles are starting to come out because the the militarized versions are just cool, and that means that someday, twenty years from now, you might be able to get some
0: surplus ones and have some cool off-roaders. Now you and I will be dead. Dead? You think so? Yeah. All that fatty crap in our in our veins and arteries. Well, and that's depressing. Wherever fat is, That means we only
2: have. Um, let's see. If we do 50 episodes a year, mm-hmm. 20 years left, mm-hmm. that's a 1,000 episodes. When do you think you're going to die? <laughs> um, I'm going to die in my 60s. Are you? Yep. I'm going to be 150 and nobody's going to know why. <laughs> I'm going to be like that little <laughs> old lady from Texas who goes, well, it's dark. I, I, my health came from Dr. Yep. Pepper. I drink four a day and uh, I've, I've been nice and preserved on the inside. My parents are going to outlast me. That's sad though.
0: Oh, yeah, you don't ever want to bury your kid, dude. No, that'll be weird for my parents. But
2: <laughs> well, it won't be weird for you because you. No, I'll be gone. You, you won't care. My kids won't care. Watch, like, I'm gonna have good riddance. Dad. I'm gonna have all this weird health stuff, but I'm not gonna die no. because the Dr. Pepper's gonna keep me alive. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all the preservatives. Oh my gosh. Dad, all right. And all the cheese whiz. I hate cheese whiz. Oh, do you really? Are you the guy
2: that goes to Philly and you get the whiz on your sandwich?
0: I actually do not like you, cheese whiz. Yeah, I'm, just a, I'm a provolone guy. Yeah, it's just oh I love provolone. Yeah.
2: See, that's the way to do it. No, it's a good call. Yeah, you Philly guys, you like the whiz? No. No. Yeah. <laughs> my
0: my wife loves cheese whiz. Right in her mouth. From the <laughs> can. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's not even Gross. it's it's like what do they call it? Cheese product? Cheese food. <laughs> yeah, cheese product. It's just there's not just put real cheese on there. No, I yeah. Mm. Go cut a cube off the block. Anything <laughs> that comes out of an aerosol can. Now, I mean, I like you know, I like whipped cream, out of, but kind of, sort of. I'd rather Cool Whip or real whipped cream. Uh-huh, yeah, real, real's better. Yeah, real is better. <laughs> I'll take it if I have to, you uh-huh. know, like uh, out of a can, but yeah. Oh, you know what? This is a perfect segue.
2: Into what? <laughs> Oracle lighting.
0: <laughs> Hello, it's Bob. Bob, it's a uh, Lightning and Holman Truck Show podcast. How what's you doing, happening?
3: guys? What's happening in the LAX? Oh area?
0: man, it is about a hundred degrees right now, and there's fires on all the hillsides surrounding
2: yep. us. Yep, it's uh, oh my lord, a yes. lovely October, typical like Santa
0: Ana winds, heat, fire weather. Yes, special. So Bob, before we can talk I to you, just... we got Go wait, ahead. wait, wait. Don't say anything. We have an intro for you, so don't move. Welcome to the Parts Department. Screw nuts. Filter, oil, grill, tools. The wheels, tires, brakes, lights, gears, belts. The and your wife warns you not to don't you spend our money. And then you wanna come back. Now see, Bob Smith is the National Sales Director at Oracle Lighting. And I don't know, Holman, is our are wives happy that we're spending money with Bob or are they upset? It uh, depends if we want her to see us coming in the driveway or not.
3: <laughs> Late at night
0: after recording podcasts. See, because Bob, the uh, the jingle ends with our, our our wives screaming at us for spending cash.
3: Oh, dude, spending cash—that's that is the thing that will upset the wife. I've been with the same one for forty years, thank Lord. So forty, 40 years already trained well.
0: Forty, oh, yes, sir, holy
3: I'm mackerel! Well,
2: well, I'm on my second I one. I married
3: her when she was twelve. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, Bob, man, I have so many questions for you. I don't know where to start. I am going to uh, – can you give us a little background on Oracle as a company? Where did it start? Who started it, et cetera? I don't know. All I know is that I've watched you guys grow from like a 10 by 10 booth at SEMA to being just a juggernaut in the LED space.
2: Well, and don't forget that uh, they were listed on Inc. 500 list of fastest growing business uh, multiple years, recently named Small Business Administration's Exporter of the Year, Named small business champion by the U.S. Senate Small Business and Entrepreneurship Committee and uh, aggressively fighting overseas patent infringement on counterfeit products, which is stuff that we care about.
3: You guys have said it all. Yes. <laughs> Interview <laughs> over. Thanks for calling, Bob. <laughs> yeah, Oracle got its start in 99. Uh, uh, by A young couple, uh, a- actually electronic engineer by the name of Justin Hartenstein, who is the founder and uh, my, one of my bosses. I've got two because I work for the family. Tiffany and her husband, Justin, started the business, and we like to say um, baking headlights in their home oven uh, because Tiffany always likes to say she doesn't cook, so it didn't matter. <laughs> but Justin used to used to be able to send your headlights to Justin. He'd open them up, install the halos, get them all working for you, and then send you the headlight assembly back, and uh, that is still a huge part of our business. We still do a lot of that custom work right here, in metairie louisiana which is right next door to new orleans but we also now sell pre-assembled headlights so if you've got a vehicle that's six or seven years old and your headlights are starting to get that fog on them because they've been through the car wash Too many times, and you've sent them to the detailer, and he said, man, I can't buff these out anymore. Then a replacement set of headlights is what we offer. That's
0: interesting that I didn't know that part of the story. So I was friends with, uh, God, it wasn't Plan B. I forgot the name of the company. It's it's, Like four or five years ago, I teamed up with a guy in the Midwest who redid a set of headlights for me. So there are a couple guys out there that do this. They, they take – you send your headlights to them. They literally put them in their oven in their kitchen or wherever. Maybe they have an oven in their garage. Correct. And they heat it up, and the glue comes apart, and they take them apart very carefully. The guys that I knew all reached out to Oracle, bought the lights, and then basically you were just paying these guys for assembly right? And yes. so yes. You, you'd pay them like 500 bucks to redo. And a lot of the guys would get creative and do custom colors. So the interior of the light fixture would would match the exterior of your, your body color. And that was super popular. And that's popular. exactly
3: what we still do, you bet.
0: But then I logged onto your site a couple of days ago when we were talking about having you on, and I realized that that today is a huge waste of time because I can just log on and buy a pair of <laughs> 2007 to 2013 Chevy Silverado pre-assembled headlights in black with halos.
3: Yes, you can. And so what we do is we use a Cappa certified uh, replacement headlight assembly. We purchase them, we inventory them, and then based on what the customer's needs are for color and or we sometimes we do custom installations where rather than just put a halo around the outside of the headlight and the high beam, we do crazy things with uh, daytime running lights now, as well as we can change the circuit board to make your factory LED change colors. So it's not just installing the halos, now it's gotten to where we have what we call dynamic color shift, which is the opportunity to change not only the light, but to add a pattern to the factory daytime running light in any of the Ford F-150s, Chevrolet, Silverados, Dodge Rams, we have them for almost every vehicle. So rather than just taking the light apart and reinstalling a halo, we actually can redirect the factory DRL, daytime running light, to do what we want it to do or what you want it to do in terms of coloration and pattern. And
1: hey
2: Bob, am I reading this correctly? You have more than 11,000 SKUs.
3: <laughs> in my office, right here on my desk, I have eleven thousand excuses. Oh my God! So yes, we do. We're a, we're a very busy company. Through the past nineteen years, Justin, who um, is nothing short of a savant when it comes to electronics, uh, I mean, he thinks so far ahead of people. Sometimes in meetings, you have to say, Justin, can you please just put that into. Every man's term so that I can understand.
1: It. <laughs> I need but to know what I'm selling, his, Justin.
3: What I'm still learning, even though I've been here for over a year, I'm still learning Justin's language because he just thinks and acts differently when it comes to how he feels about his products, how he feels about the quality, and how we feel about taking care of customer service. So, yeah, it, it, gets, it gets to be interesting because sometimes as hard as we try – to put instructions together. You'll put a box together, you'll have it all labeled, open me first, open the top of the lid, there'll be a plastic bag in there with a really nice, read to this, nobody reads instructions anymore. They'll take the bag, they'll throw it on the bench, guy thinks I'm smart enough, I can do this without it, and then all of a sudden he's on the phone going, hey, your lights don't work, I've got a polarity problem here. Well, did you read the instructions? There's a an empty silence, right? So <laughs> That's exactly right. Is, what we tell them is, hey, look, take the instruction, give them to your wife, let her read them, and she can tell you how to install it.
0: Oh. Perfect. <laughs> no, he'll uh, he'll blow steam out of his ears when you tell him to do that. No, I like working on uh, stuff with
2: my wife. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll I'll be working. I I remember uh, I had done a. Uh, a uh, best top, uh, soft top over the top of my the you know front row of my J.K. She helped me install. It. I need two people to kind of get it all square. So what? Uh, that's
0: a husband
1: wife body thing right there. You didn't get right frustrated there. with her?
0: Not at all. No, no, no way. Bob, you you've got kind of an interesting hybrid of light offerings from the yes, bl- from the blingy stuff. Your your dynamic color shift, your LEDs. So uh, for the mall crawlers, that type of thing. But then you have a lot of let's call it every man parts like xenon kits. Right? Direct uh, replacement Xenon kits, Um, LED uh, bulbs for taillights. You've got something kind of for everyone. Uh, The the LED light strips for under the bed rails
2: to light up your bed at night if your truck didn't come with the LED system. Those are really nice. And rock lights.
3: And rock lights, right. And what we're finding now is that we've just introduced a new magnetic mount. So rather than having to say you've got a magnet uh, rock light that you want to put in a certain position, And if you're fortunate enough that the surface you want to mount it to is steel rather than having to drill holes and mount that with nuts and bolts, now you can take our rock light, mount it to a 40-pound pole magnet, and put it anywhere you have a metal surface on the vehicle. So we're finding guys are using them to set up engine bays for shows and then pulling them off to drive the vehicle. Or they'll put them on a vehicle for show. They may take them off while they're driving. But rather than trying to drill a hole in the frame or subframe of one of the newer vehicles, you know, which is not an easy chore in today's high-strength uh, high steel market, is these magnets are working out to be absolutely critical in the installation. We've got a lot of them going on builds that we're working on for the SEMA show coming up in a couple of weeks. Also
2: a nice option if you lease your 4x4 and you want to have rock lights <laughs> and you can take them off before your <laughs> lease goes you
3: go. back. <laughs> I, wanna, I hadn't even thought of
0: that. I want to talk about so uh, a common problem with uh, swapping out LEDs is where you're, you've got an old halogen, a regular you know halogen light in your tail lights, and you put in <laughs> the LED, and all of a sudden you've got hyper flash. You turn a, your left signal, it's. <laughs> well, that's on a lot of the.
2: Uh, Pulse width, basically, on the newer uh, CAN bus vehicles. Right. You know, so obviously they're trying to be efficient, but LED turns on so fast. You know, you have to have a capacitor or no. It's
0: the resistance. It has no resistance in the line, and you're
3: exactly. And it's starting to read. It's the CAN bus is starting to read that signal or that lack of resistance signal as if the light bulb is broken. So what we do is we supply a very simple driver for a couple dollars that we tag in line that simply gives it enough pulse or enough resistance not in the led light but in the driver that we add to it so that the CAN bus adapter gets fooled that's all we're doing yeah but what we try to do is with the sales staff that we have here at oracle lighting we try to educate the people so that when you're buying that if you go to buy some of our our led bulbs you know it'll tell you based on your vehicle you may need this you're free to call in you know 800 number dial in call to either technical service or talk to one of our sales consultants and they can tell you probably whether you're going to need that or not and then they can add those to an order if you're if you're placing an order with us
0: got it let's talk uh headlights for a minute bob okay when i'm thinking i've got just got an old school regular incandescent headlight and i'm thinking about switching it off to either do i go hid do i go led how do i make that choice what's right for me
3: well, the thing is, is it's all evolution of technology. I mean, you know, when, when we originally had, a, had an incandescent bulb, I mean, I remember back in the days when you replaced an entire sealed beam. Do you guys remember that in the early Absolutely. My 57 Chevy? Yep. My 57 Chevy had a sealed beam headlight with a three prong, uh, what is it, an H, H4 connector, and you took the headlight out, you put a new one in. Well, after those, not necessarily because of the expense, But because we're developing technology, it allows the lights to see further. And that's the whole idea is we now have the ability to build lights all the way up to 12,000 Kelvin, but that's too bright for for light. The optimum light at night is about 5,000 K, which is daylight. And so we try to produce a product that that gives you that 5,000 K of daylight and to be able to move the light as far as you can and allow you to adjust it so that you can properly see the road. So you can use a halogen lamp. Uh, There's nothing wrong with a halogen, but you're going to get, the big difference is is with all of that earlier technology, whether it's a a standard sealed beam or whether it's a, a, a halogen lamp, you know, those all have elements in them, just like a flash bulb. Whether it's tungsten or whatever crazy material we're using today, what happens is sooner or later, that begins to burn out. And once it does, the light fails. So c- by comparison, what you'll get from an LED light is almost 50,000 hours of product use as opposed to less than 500 on an HID bulb.
0: The light's going to outlast the car or the truck.
2: Well, I th- it's funny because uh, you know LED lights, whether you get them for your house or your car or whatever, are usually measured in terms of how many hours I think. 50,000 right. hours
0: is like 136 years or something like that. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like it's just <laughs> is it some, incredible, yeah, some incredible amount of time. <laughs> so you have a ton, when we're talking about LED, a lot, uh-huh. of, a lot of Jeep offerings. Is that one yes. of the most popular categories for Oracle?
3: It has been, and we've done a lot of focus in the last two years on Jeep. And the reason being is that we, it was the demand. We had people coming to us. <clears throat> we started attending the Jeep shows, and we started attending – uh, rallies. And we started having customers come to us at the SEMA booth and say, I want something for my Jeep. So Justin just, he, he got into it. He, he bought a couple of Jeeps and he started working on them and he started de- determining what he could do to help upgrade those vehicles. And in 2017, we introduced a product which is revolutionary to the Jeep market. It was an entire replacement grill For the Jeep JK called the vector grille. And what is unique about the vector grill is rather than standard two set standard seven-inch headlights, the vector grille has six driving lights. It has two pencil beams on the top on the outside and four driving lights or basically flood lights for shorter distance below it, plus the two high beams inside the pencil beams. And then we've added a signature. Daytime running light, a DRL, that has a, a lighting sequence uh, through the center of the grill on either side, plus the turn signals. And the reason that we developed that is because when you raise a Jeep, what happens to the headlights? They get further off the ground. Right. And depending on how high you raise it, in some instances, you run out of the ability to adjust that headlamp to where it focuses in the optimal position for night driving. So by adding floodlights to the bottom of our grill, we've actually enhanced the safety of nighttime driving with the Vector product. And now we have it for the JT and the JL uh, as well. Uh, We've just introduced that. That'll be a new product at SEMA this year.
2: All right. Before everybody uh, gets me on my podcast math. I was just throwing that number out there, and then I realized <laughs> it's totally somebody, wrong. somebody will write a letter and say you're wrong, Holman. Yeah. It's about 5.7 years of your light being continuously on. Okay, not hundred. Not 136. Cents. Okay, you're way off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little bit disappointed because of your 11,000-plus uh, uh, SKUs. One of the worst modern <laughs> headlights on any truck that I've driven lately is the uh, Colorado. Mm-hmm. And the new Colorado is mm-hmm. in desperate need of somebody like Oracle to make some good advice for it. So can you tell Justin to get on that for all, uh, for all of us with Colorado's? Well,
3: we've already got it. I, I have a sales <laughs> oh, rep. All right. Well, there you board. go. It's a done deal. So a uh, new sales rep uh, that that we, that we have that joined us to, to help us with Southern California market. I was out there for a whole week with him. He, I said, you know, first thing I said to him was, I said, Scott, what kind of car are you driving? And he said, Well, I got a Chevy Colorado. So I sent him out a pair of our new V Series LED bulb upgrades. And he put them in the truck and he sent me pictures and he called me the very next day and he said, I cannot believe it. He said the lighting on this truck was so poor in comparison oh, to this.
2: Oh, yeah, awful. I remember on a rainy night, so, I didn't even know if my headlights were on. And they're, well, they're kind of yellowish too, right? Yeah, yeah. They're just, it's just an old projector beam with a halogen in it. And they just—I
3: mean—that's pretty scary.
2: Yeah, it, it's it, on a modern truck. There's no excuse for that. Come on, Chevy, step it up. But because it's they weird. aren't Oracle,
0: thank you for. I know, but uh, it's weird that it wasn't an option.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's you know the the platform's a little bit old now, and you know technology has changed since the Colorado came out, but they could have. But today in 2019. Well, and I was surprised because they, we, you know, we had the uh, the new ZR2 uh, <laughs> pictures in on uh, on at Truck Show podcast. And talked about the new ZR2 front end upgrade, but the headlights are the same. I don't exactly get it. A Chevy Colorados aside, uh, you guys have some other uh, interesting products uh, like the uh, LED off-road side mirrors that will be uh, debuting at SEMA this year.
3: Yes, it's a, it's another one of uh, Justin's great ideas. So, you know, the thing is, is if you ever, I mean, everybody goes for the off-road lighting, likes to use a light bar. And light bars are great. We have light bars. You can put 50 inches on the roof. You can put 20 inches uh, across the cowl if you want, and some people go absolutely crazy. But, you know, if you put a light on the roof or you put a light on the cowl, unfortunately, most of that light in, in at night driving you see as a reflection off of the hood of the vehicle. And so what we've done is we have manufactured a replacement mirror cap for the outside mirrors. We have them for both the Jeep, the JK, the JL, and now the F-150 and the Raptor. And it is a replacement mirror cover with a built-in LED floodlight to give you light in all those dark spots from, say, the front of the fender over to the side of the vehicle when you're off-roading. So you'd want to mix uh, that with easy?
2: auxiliary lights on the bumper at the front of the vehicle, and then you'll have a full like 180-degree uh, spread?
3: Exactly. And then you don't have any of the bright reflection, any of the noise from that light coming off the hood of the car, you know. Because driving at night, you want to be able to see what the road is. You don't need to see the hood of the vehicle necessarily. Right.
2: And a, a lot of the uh, the aftermarket light companies that are overseas companies are usually usually using a, a a poor quality LED. You guys are actually using Cree LEDs, which is one of the best companies out there.
3: Cree manufactures an excellent LED chip, but you know, not only it's it's not you have to start with a good quality product to end up with a good quality product. But what a lot of companies do and what people What we fight every day in the industry is, okay, uh, someone's got a 50-inch light bar or a set of headlights, for example, that's going to cost $700 versus a set of headlamp replacement headlamps that cost $300. Why should I pay the extra $400 for yours? It's not just the LED chip. A lot of people will use decent chips, but they overdrive the LED in order to get the brightness. So, for example, on the V-series bulb that I was just talking about that goes into the Colorado, and and we've got them for every vehicle uh, make and model, but what we've done is we've basically put a rev limiter in that, it's called a smart chip, inside that LED replacement bulb that senses when that bulb or the chip itself is reaching maximum temperature. We control that by having the light start to draw back some of the some of the electricity from it to let it slow down. Now it actually begins to dim, but you can't see it. It's not visible to the naked eye. But what that does is that prevents the chip from overheating, and that's how you get the long life out of an LED chip. The inexpensive ones, you can see a light bar, 50 inch light bar for $90 on eBay, and you plug it in and two days later the lights start to burn out. It's because there's no control over how are they managing the heat that's coming off that LED? It's the biggest misnomer in the business that LEDs don't produce heat. Well, they do produce heat, they produce plenty of heat. You just have to manage it. It doesn't come off the face of a bulb or the face of the light like in an HID or an incandescent does. But there's, the usually a big the old, the
2: yeah, there's usually a big old heat sink on the back of those lights.
3: Or a fan or some way to measure it. Exactly. And so. What we've done with this V series bulb is we have a profile of a heatsink that is almost the same size as the original bulb, unlike an H13, so it makes the installation easy. There's no exterior heat sinks or no exterior drivers. It plug and plays right into the uh, the original housing and the connector and 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 we have the only. DOT-compliant bulb that's on the market today.
0: Oh, wow, that's interesting. Bob, in in many, wow, I bet you in five or six of my cars I've done HID swaps where they just had regular Mm -hmm. old incandescent bulbs and I swapped them out for HIDs and they always come with just a dongle. There's the the ballast, then there's the exciter, then there's this part. You just that like part. saying dongle and exciter <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> exactly. That's what she said.
3: Um, <laughs> so wait a minute. This is a. This is an adult show, right?
0: This is a family. No, it's a family show. We just
2: bleep out everything that we <laughs> mess right. up on. Yeah. All right.
0: So uh, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, so swapping these HID kits out, they're, these things are bigger than a uh, the deck of cards, and they're probably yes. an inch thick, and it's four inches by. It, you have to find a spot under your hood to mount all this stuff. I'm using the factory harness with most of these LED bulbs. Oh Pu- yeah, plug and play, ready to go. Yeah,
3: plug and play, ready to go. I mean, and, I, and I'm not overheating. Our, no. Because no. what's the, and, what's the current you, draw
0: from a lot of these things? Because that was the issue with a lot of these HID systems is that they would draw more current where, when they first fire up and you, you'd fry wires and you'd have to run a relay back to the battery. I mean, I can't tell you correct. how many 30 amp Bosch relays I've had to install in order to run HIDs. And I, that, well, this and is it, very attractive to me to be able to upgrade to an LED and use all factory harness.
3: Well, and it's another component that's that's a potential failure. And so, you know, the more components you put in the product, the more opportunity there is for failure, uh, whether it's a mechanical fan or whether it's, a, you know, a, a heat sink that doesn't have enough room to really uh, get rid of the heat off the back of the LED. But, um, you know, other than... Trying to put an, an, an exterior component on a rear taillight of an LED in order to keep it from hyper flashing. Everything that we sell is plug and play in the market in terms of our replacement bulbs and our replacement headlights. We talk about Jeep, we have a brand new 9 inch uh, replacement for the new JL and JT, the Gladiator, uh, that is our own proprietary design. Um, it's been on the market less than 90 days. I can't keep them in stock. Um, the price is right, and it's simply a plug-and-play piece with a daytime running light and a projector halo for those people that couldn't step up and pay the 900 or or buy the parts for 1200 to get the factory pieces, which is what they were at one time. Uh, we sell this light retail for under 590 bucks for a pair.
0: That's pretty reasonable. I think so. Bob, what is the strangest vehicle that you've supplied Oracle lights to?
3: Well, you know, we're down here in Metairie, Louisiana, right next to New Orleans, right? Sure. New Orleans. Down, down here. Oh, they, you gonna, are you going to tell me like a, a,
0: a float, like a parade float? No, no, no. It's got Oracle it, No, it's going to be... Oh! oh! I,
2: I was, I was going to say it was going to be one of the uh, the, the uh, duck boats. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, well, you go on the well, uh, Mississippi well, River? haven't done a duck boat, but for, for some of the floats... What we try to do is we try to get our wheel rings, you know, our our flashy wheel rings. Did you guys know, that's actually a trend that Justin started here back, I think, in 2011. West Coast Customs called him and wanted a set of lights on a ring that would fit behind a wheel.
0: So you're backlighting the
3: spokes, right? That's what we're doing. And it is, believe it or not, grown into a phenomenon. Now, I'm not going to say everybody loves them because everybody does it. But the guys that have the large lifted, very shiny, deep wheeled, oh, we saw them at Daytona truck, truck Meet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> in force. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> behind some there forces. <laughs> yeah, that would
0: do that. Uh, when we went to so, the after party at party. that mall. Yeah, the, we must have seen right. eight eight sets of these things. Yeah. Oh, eight sets. I was going to
2: say there's like twenty or thirty trucks that had them around behind oh, yeah. the. I mean, everywhere. Dude, they're awesome. Well, <laughs> it was cool because they're all different colors and everybody pulls in the parking lot and bam, the light show comes on.
3: We're, we're just introducing at SEMA our new dynamic wheel rings. So I have wheel rings where the lights will change and chase patterns in forward or rearward direction when the car's standing still. Very similar to the way the spinner wheels used to keep moving when the car was
0: still. Now, what now, hold on a second. The next evolution <laughs> in that thing is going to be a flash rate, a certain strobe pattern, so when the truck, dri- the car, the truck drives by— The wheels look like they're stationary. No, no. It says something. You like Disneyland, like Videopolis
3: no, back in the day, like messaging, it, messaging, Instant messaging. I That's love exactly it. Exactly right. Yes. Uh,
0: text my truck, bro. <laughs> text my truck. <laughs> text my truck. Yeah. <laughs> ha-
2: I'm wait. I'm going to do it right now. Hashtag text my truck.
0: Because they have that. That technology right. already exists. Where if you, they have like yeah. um, LED wands. Right. Like it's a like a light. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you, you move it around. and no then the, the
2: latency of your
0: eye makes like it looks like it's a message. Exactly. I think the Goodyear Blimp does that. Or yeah, it's just it's really to- slow. Totally. <laughs> different. <laughs> totally different. The last thing I wanted to discuss here is I wanted to loop around to some of the older vehicles. We talked about like some of the old, mm-hmm. maybe you've got an old Ram or you, maybe you have, a, let's take like an old C10 or something like there that. We right? Go. Okay. There are right. a lot of drop-in. I'm looking at the view by size. So four, four inch by six inch um, rectangular lights, seven inch round, seven by six uh, rectangular. There's a ton of lights in here that you can just drop in without doing any mods to your to your front end.
3: That's the whole idea. so we're we're able to, and the reason that we supply those is there is a fair amount of guys that come from earlier generations that really don't want five thousand k lights on the headlights. They love that thirty five hundred k yellow tinge because that's the way it came from the factory. So what we do is we offer those four by six, seven by six in a, in a lamp that has a bulb that goes in the back of it. So you can put an LED bulb in it, or you can just put in an incandescent or an HID bulb, depending on what your like is. We can also add halos to those. um, if you want to make it more of an up our current look with the lighting and, uh, we, we do quite a bit of that customers, uh, year one, uh, for example, in, in some of our, uh, our other dealers uh, do quite a good business with those those lights i mean i've got them in the catalog this year we've got them on early f100s 95 f150 you know the old quad light setup that was on the uh, on the mid 70s chevrolet's camaros uh, all the way to the rounds because in the in the rounds i've got not only 7 inch which is a pretty standard headlight in the world of cars but also a 5 and 3 quarter
0: if i'm on your uh, if i'm on oraclelights.com and I don't see, Correct. I've got a weird application and I, I'm just, I can't wrap my head around what the proper light is for my rig. Can I call you and get someone on the phone to talk me through it?
3: Oh, absolutely. We we have, we have a staff here. The nice thing about what Justin and Tiffany have done with their business is we train everybody to understand what it is that we do. Nobody just puts things in a box. Nobody just answers the phone nobody just, you know, takes the trash out. Everybody that's here is invested in the products that we develop and what we sell. So anybody that answers a phone whether it's customer service or one of the three sales team members that we have here are all very well versed and they're glad. I mean, they're not going to try to sell you something. What they're what they're here for is to answer your questions. We do so much business on the website now on our own website and through our distribution partners everybody from real truck to summit to four wheel parts that we just we answer the phones a lot just to answer questions because we have 11,000
2: skus that's, that's, out of control. that's crazy well if you want to see if one of those uh, 11,000 plus skus uh, is a match for your vehicle head over to oraclelights.com that's o r a c l e lights.com and because they did it right all of their socials Actually the same, at Oracle Lights. Hey, it you know be cool there if we go. put Bob on the spot and ask for
0: a discount code for our listeners?
2: Uh, there's a discount code on the website right now. There is? Yeah. For us? Well, I don't use know for us, up. but just in just general. Me. Well,
0: it would be cool if our listeners got to use one, and then he would be able to track it to see if we actually could, if we had any juice.
3: Let's do it. Let's figure it out.
0: Can you do uh, truck, truck Show, show 10?
3: Just, just Truck Show. Truck
0: Show just for 10% easy. off? Truck Show 10. Truck Show 10 for 10% off. At OracleLights.com, yes.
2: All right, look at that, hooking up our listeners. Bob's got some juice over there. (laughs) I like it. All right, so truck show ten yeah. at checkout uh, on Oracle Lighting. That's OracleLights No,
3: you guys are awesome to have me. Uh, I I did a little bit of background, listened to several episodes. I'm sorry, so yeah, I sorry could get about the that. Flavor. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh I got, God, the, I got the flavor. He's like, what did I agree to? <laughs> no, <no, no>, no. <laughs> so are you guys going to be at SEMA, right? All yes. week, all week. I'll
0: be there from uh, Saturday to Sunday. The different weekends. Come see us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we will be over there. I was there. That's where I first fell in love with Oracle. Like, I just, I, I watched you grow so fast. It was, was crazy. It, uh, was it Love at First Light? Love at First Light? <laughs> oh,
3: thank you. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> All right, I'm at There's it Bob. King of the dad jokes tonight. <laughs> yeah,
0: we are. Punny, punny. <laughs> All right, Bob, you're
2: the Shima best. booth,
3: twenty-one All right. All right, we'll see you there, man.
0: We'll, we'll
2: we be appreciate there. appreciate your
3: time. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, All right Bob, thanks, to you. you. Bye. Right. Cheers.
0: Holman, you know what's up? Holman, do you know what's up? Hey, Holman, do you know what's up? Hey, Holman, what's up? What's up? Inbox. You email? Yeah. Got jolly Saint Nick with that belly bouncing all around there. Well, your belly's so big you can't even move. I know. I just sit stationary. You just sit still. <laughs> like that guy that hasn't left his bedroom in like ten years. Do you know? I've been uh, getting really sore at work, and I'm not even joking. <laughs> I only get up for the podcast. Yeah, I am. Like, I've been so sore at work. Now I'm Why? not sure if that's all the energy drinks. I'm oh having. Oh my god, you gotta stop. You gotta knock that if off. It, but it's not hurting my heart yet. But I, it's like it's, it's going kill you. My joints are effed up. Dude, do what I do. What's that? Turmeric. Turmeric.
2: Yeah, it's awesome. What is that? Uh, it's a uh, it's a spice. You get in a little dietary pill mm-hmm. from Cunol. Mm-hmm. You Get that Costco fifteen hundred milligrams or Amazon for what 1, is thousand. It, what does it do? What is it for? Yeah, it's a natural anti-inflammatory. Oh, and so uh, if you have like plantar fasciitis or sore joints and stuff, take mm-hmm. that stuff. Take a pill in the morning, one at night, or double up. Mm. See during the day I'm gold like right
0: now yeah. no 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 problem at you all. I wake up in the morning when you're I like wake what up? The... I'm like oh dude dude I'm telling yeah. you well, old, old guys like, like
2: us need turmeric. You it young was... guys out there this is what's gonna suck for you <laughs> is you guys are gonna be like oh, I'm invincible and then one day it's not like over the course of six months one day you will wake up. And you will have, like, sunspots on your skin, your hair will be falling out, your back will hurt, your knee will crap out on you, (laughs) and everything will hurt, and you'll go, there was no warning! I had no time to prepare for this! And you'll get up, you will walk, you will walk like you've always walked, except things will pop and crack... And then you'll go, oh, I know what they meant
0: now. Yeah. I mean, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong at all. And, um, you know, every father we're not is born every son about this. Which but, means all uh, the older guys out there going, you guys don't even know yet. <laughs> yeah, you don't even
2: know. <laughs> we used to have a guy at scout camp, Bill Jett. And you'd ask him, the old guy, he looked like Santa Claus. He was probably maybe 100 if he was, you know, a day. 90. And uh, he, goes, uh, he goes, Bill, how you doing? Well, I'm doing pretty good. All right, how you feeling? Well.
0: <laughs> no, no. You have yeah. a can of worms.
2: Everything that don't hurt, don't work.
0: <laughs> so i re- always remember that guy. Everything that don't hurt, don't, don't work. work. Yes. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I just You're not supposed to get out of bed. And I have a nice bed. Like I spent a wad of cash when I was single for yeah. a while. I'm like, I'm going yeah, to get a nice bed. bed. Uh-huh. And you're like, you got your couch, your yep, Arizona yep, leather couch, I and I got a bed. Uh-huh. And I, I get up in the morning and go, how can I be in pain? I yeah. just slept. Right. And I wake up. Yeah, and it, when you wake up fatigued, something's wrong.
2: But that is, da- that is daily life, my Damn, friend. Damn, that sucks. All right, well, right, 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 starting, see, or yeah, are you you, starting. You go.
0: All right, so this one is titled Bad Motor from Mark A. Hey, Dear Holman. Why, why am I reading out Dear Uh-oh. Holman? I don't know because. Right. Uh, it, it's I funnier if I read it. Yeah, okay, yeah, Dear go. Go. Holman. First off, I have to say I love the show, but I have to out you on something. Why? In two separate shows, you recommended the Ford 5.4 three valve as a good engine. As it the is. owner of one, an 07 F154x4, I have to say I firmly disagree. Oh, my gosh. These motors are notorious for having bad cam phasers and issues so? with removing the stock spark plugs. Don't get me wrong. The power it has is great, but not a motor I would recommend. Keep up the good work. Five stars and yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Dude, the, ca- Mark. the cam phasers are like a $25 part. They're super simple
2: to fix. No big deal. and. Uh, the spark plug, I mean, I guess it depends where you live. Throw some anti on those bad boys before you put them in. He's Every- got a low threshold for maintenance. Maybe that's what it is. Here, <laughs> here this $20 part will cure all your ills.
0: Oh, oh, piece of crap. I got to clean the windshield
2: again. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, got one from, oh, this one came from Ken Brubaker,
0: uh, editor of Four Wheeler. Yeah. Hey, yeah. wait, do you, you're speaking of windshields, do you like- um, clear, clear ones, rain, clean rain, ones? No, Rain-X. Because no. growing up, I loved I, Rain-X. Right, yeah, yeah. The, and- pro-
2: the problem with rain is that I could never polish it enough to get the smudges out of it. So it repelled water right, but I could never get it clear, so it was always optically hazy and it just uh. bugged me.
0: Huh. That was my experience. Just curious. Okay. okay. I loved it. Uh, I haven't used it in a long time.
2: Ken Brewbaker, editor of Four Wheeler, emails me and he says, uh, pizza podcast. Pizza podcast? Uh, and he says, uh, so I'm listening to this week's Truck Show podcast while I enter data into ICE, which is our content management system. He says, I was hungry when I started, and then you guys started talking Chicago versus New York pizza. Sigh. Now I'm really hungry, Ken.
0: <laughs> Simple. I like that. Uh, this one is titled, Clarification oh. from Wes. Okay. Hey, guys. Thanks for reading my email in the podcast. Just a clarification on how I knew it was a Mexican Hilux here in Virginia. Here is a close-up of the plate. It is a Mexican province plate on a Google search. Oh. While northern and coastal Virginia it's full of military and intelligence, where I am, uh, there isn't much around. Thanks for such a well-produced podcast, and definitely keep up what's new in trucks. Hey, you need to know. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Wes.
3: Yeah, buddy. And then uh, let me take
0: a quick quick look at his photo. Yeah, there's uh, Mexican plate. Mexican plate. All right. Showing sure off. There it is. PH
2: 0875-A. Apparently, we're a bunch of damn liars. You're up. <laughs> All right, got one from uh, Andrew, and it says, Diesel SUV Lightning and Holman, I know this is the truck. Show podcast. Uh-oh. But with all the recent talk about diesels and the light truck market all receiving a diesel option, I wonder if there's going to be SUV counterparts that will also receive a diesel option. I bet you there will be. As I do love and enjoy trucks, unfortunately with a family of six, SUV is the only option for me. I'd like to have a diesel not only for the fuel economy, but as I do occasionally tow an open car trailer. Any insight would be great, or is it simply embargoed like everything else?
3: Embargo.
2: Keep up the great work and mounting those parameters. Mouncer, monitor key engine parameters. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. That was like a trifecta, right, Andrew. there. Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say that, uh,
0: Andrew. Wait, what, why, why what? What are you doing over there? nothing. No,
2: I'm just gonna say that uh Andrew, uh I like these less vs too.
0: You're not gonna contribute, not gonna share any knowledge? Um, I would say that. There's a possibility. All right. So now you didn't even get close to the trash. No, I didn't. When you I tried right, to uh, Andrew's I, email. Yeah, I tried to do a, a skyhook over yeah. a backwards. Not line. even close. You was a corner of the room. Not even. You were the, like not even three feet from that thing. Um. Or looking at it. So when I threw what? It. If you read between the lines, Holman knows that some SUVs are going to get some diesel engines. Hold on. We'll do it with this one. No, that's, that was even further away.
2: What's What's wrong with you? I just want to make a basket so we can move on. Nope, that was uh, zero for three. Well, I'm looking at lightning when I'm doing this, and I'm hucking it over my shoulder, yes. and I'm not
0: looking at the target. And nope, that wow. is zero for four. Wait, hold on, you have you one. You get one more. <laughs> Did you make it? Yep. Zero, all right, one for five. <laughs> that is just awesome. I'm better at know your note. <laughs> not much. I can tell you right that's now. Uh, cool. This one's called uh, Diesel Options from Jonathan. Hey, guys, I got one for Jabubli. Oh, hey, why are you reading that one? When you just can't remember if the diesel pump is green or yellow, the pilot station outside of Richmond, Virginia gives you options. Yes, they're both diesel. Wait, what? Love the show. Have listened since episode one. Keep up the good work and five theoretical stars. I'm an Android user (laughs) listening on Pandora. You can steal someone's phone and give us five stars. you know somebody. You do, of course. P.S. I've also attached a photo of my buddy and I on top of a mountain in George Washington National Forest the weekend of Overland Expo East this weekend. So I don't get why he's got two diesels, green and yellow. I don't...
2: One's what? bio and one's not Maybe. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it was like a, one's a B10 or a B20 or something? I don't know. Jonathan, give us some more info. All Go right. back to that gas station and <laughs> give us some more info. Yeah, you are a, an awful uh, correspondent, sir. <laughs> <laughs> episode 69 update.
0: Wait, what? <laughs>
2: that's a, that's a He's way there. Yeah. This is uh, Aaron Weaver. Lighting and Holman just wanted to drop a line and edumacate you on the Muncie M22 Rock Crusher four-speed transmission that Holman incorrectly described on episode 69 the TMGPS episode. <laughs> the TMGPS episode? Yeah, the Manual Gearbox Preservation Society. Um, yeah, that's right. With our buddy Aaron. Damn, that seems like a year ago. The name has nothing to do with a loud bang when you shifted, that sounded like you were crushing rocks. I don't know if that's exactly what I said, but he put it in quotes anyway, so we'll go with it. Okay. Uh, it says, it actually comes from the increased level of gear noise that the M22 Rock Crusher version had over the other Muncies of the era, the M20 wide ratio and M21 close ratio. The Rock Crusher shares the same ratio as the M21, but had less helix angle on the gears resulting in less heat and axial forces acting on the aluminum case. See, attached pick. The gears were not completely straight cut like a modern day road racing transmission or V8 gear drive timing set, but they did create more gear noise than normal, hence the Rock Crusher nickname. Also attached a couple of pics of a sweet Fall Guy truck I seen at the C10 Nationals at Texas Motor Speedway this hmm. past May. Too bad the Truck Show podcast wasn't there to drool over it with the rest of the over 40 crowd. <laughs> oh. 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 And he says later that's uh from our buddy Aaron. Don't call Weevil. him our buddy. Oh, by the way. <laughs> see how he signs his name? Let me see this.
0: Oh, A A-A Aaron. Aaron. A A-A Aaron. <laughs> A-A yep. A A-A Aaron. A A Aaron. Where are you? New 66 six and 73 gassers. Title on this one from Chris Paul. Hey, lighting at home and I'm still loving the show and I'm writing for the second time. With that said, I am extremely disappointed in the specs on the new big displacement gassers coming from Chevy and Ford. It's 2019. The car manufacturers are kicking ass. Well, that is until they release their piss-poor performance gassers. The new motors are barely making any more torque than the 81 and the 68 V10 and it's at a higher RPM. It seems the only thing that will make these trucks better is the awesome advancements in transmissions. What's even more sad is the 2019 F-150 EcoBoost makes more torque than the 6.6 gasser at a lower RPM. I do understand duty cycles come into play, but it's still a giant disappointment. Why are these motors barely any better with 20 years of potential technological improvement? Thanks, Chris uh how do we answer that uh, I, I i can't say i disagree to be honest with you um is it uh because of fuel economy or
2: no, that's why it... you do the transmission i mean direct injection and, and architecture and advancements in timing and all that but i honestly i thought the super duty was going to have 500 pound feet of torque mm. it's 475. i can tell you it's i drove like 25 it 25 short i can tell you i drove it yeah? Still embargoed. Can't tell you about
0: it. Uh, Embargo.
2: hate that. But we're going to have the uh, Super Duty Chief Engineer on next week, Ooh. so uh, hopefully he can uh, shed some light on these concerns with us. Go, that's a gooder. All right, well, uh, that's it for uh, emails for this week, but you know what I have?
1: Uh, Five-star
2: review! Five-star! Yep, five-stars.
0: Five-stars. Guess what we did today? I, uh, we, I, I don't, we crossed over 600.
2: Yes! We got our 600th five-star
0: review. Five, five stars. stars! Sweet! So we're, uh, sporting a 642 rating and still
2: five stars. All right, so, uh, we've got one here from, uh, Toll C. Toll C. The title is One Truck Podcast to Rule Them All. Love hearing from all the industry bigwigs and the local guys out there. Definitely my favorite podcast for hearing what's going on with trucks, what's new, and especially all the technical stuff. From suspension to what's going on with performance stuff and how the EPA is impacting it. Took a while for me to get used to all the jingles,
0: but now, yeah, buddy, yeah, buddy, mm-hmm. and five, five ta- stars.
2: Oh, five. Wait a minute, what are you doing to me? Hold on, let's try it again. Ready? One, and two, three, five stars. five stars. We're a little rusty. Yeah, well, we haven't done it in a while. <laughs> we've been we've been busy. We've been okay. traveling. All right, I got one from Mikey Works. He says,
0: uh, what a Mikey, great show. what's Mikey Works? Mikey Works. Mikey Works. That's, a, that's what it says. That's a cool name for like a, uh, they make dune buggies. I work Mikey Works? Mikey Works. Yeah, I feel, rah, like,
2: rah, rah. I, I feel like
0: Mikey, uh,
2: zero F's given. Like, he just makes an awesome buggy. Yeah. Is it true? All right, Mikey Works says, uh, the amount of material covered in disgust is amazing! Exclamation point. Okay. Yeah. They cover everything from soup to nuts, and sometimes they even talk about trucks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> soup says, to nuts <laughs> talk about trucks.
2: That should be our new tagline. It should be. He says, uh, rating...
0: Five stars!
2: All right, got one here from Chevy Man 59 it says, absolutely <laughs> loving it. I love what people call themselves. Yeah, that's that's awesome. right. I absolutely love listening to this. It helps my day go by. It works so much better being able to listen to this. I just started listening on Spotify, and I'm on episode seven, but I'm mm-hmm. hooked for sure. Keep up the amazing work on getting out great content and... Five stars. Episode seven. seven. Wow, were well, there some ups and downs coming? Yeah. yeah, I feel like I feel like there's a there's a big roller coaster. And there's and there's a, a crash and a rocky road. He, in front. Yeah, and he we had to put in a four low and crawl over some stuff. And <laughs> I feel like he uh, Chevy Man Fifty Nine in the future when you get to episode ninety two, just let us know you you stuck with us and uh, heard your email being I'd read. I'd
0: love to. I'd love to get his review. That'd be kind of cool, right? Yeah, I'd like you to to, to give us a full on review after. 80, 80 episodes. This is the next guy's name is awesome. Scale Dodger. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, he's not driving a full-size Yeah, rig.
2: He says, uh, great <laughs> show. He says, hello, this is Thomas from Central Illinois. Started listening on episode 89 and started going backwards to 87 and then decided to start at number one. Now I'm on to episode 19 with Gail Banks. I drive a truck 10 to 14 hours a day and the truck show is the only thing on the radio that I love and the info and intros are great. Keep up the great show and... Five stars!
0: All right. Thanks, Scale Dodger. We'll, I wanna be talk, safe out there, I want to talk to him and uh, go for a ride. I want to go for like 2,000 miles with him, with Scale Dodger. And just hang out in a uh, truck? Just chill. Do
2: you go out to a truck stop at the driveway and you have like one of those signs? You say, I break for Scale Dodger? And then hopefully that, that's the guy? Or do you think some creepy trucker will be like... Come on, boy. I'm Scale Dodger. No, I think the CHP is going to hammer you with a sign that says, I'm looking
0: for a Scale Dodger. <laughs> That's
2: kind of funny, actually. All right, got one here from uh, the Trail Chaser podcast, uh, which is our, our buddy Cody and uh, crew over there. Awesome four-by-four and adventure podcast for those of you looking for something, uh, something else out there. Uh, he says, Holman and Lightning have the right chemistry, a metric crap ton of knowledge, and the background and content production to create a super high-quality show. These guys are killing it and making it look easy while the rest of us are trying to keep up. I appreciate the automotive insider info and the interviews with high quality guests. I think the most impressive part is hearing about how Holman has raced with the halls. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, because you bring yeah. it up every yeah. single yeah. freaking no. episode. Yeah, well,
2: hold up there, pal. Yeah. Did you guys know that? If you didn't, just keep listening. You might mention it <laughs> and mention it again. In all honesty, the Truck Show Podcast is I a great- I love this guy. Yeah, because he's busting my yes, yeah, instead of yours, right? He uh-huh. says, the Truck Show Podcast is a great source for information and laughs by two guys who seem genuinely passionate about motorsports and equally passionate about building a community of listeners around a shared obsession. Great work, guys. Thank you for the inspiration. That's our buddy Cody over at the Trail Chaser Podcast and-
0: stars All right. My, he's my man
2: right there. One last one from our buddy Colby White. Yep. What's up, Colby? says, hands down, the best automotive podcast, and possibly the best podcast, period. Wow. Thanks, guys. Embargoed. Embargoed. And
3: five stars. stars!
2: All right. Well, uh, on that love-fueled high note, I say we
0: end the show. A love-fueled high note. Yes. Okay. Well, we'd love some more five-star reviews. Please leave us one at Apple Podcasts. go Go on your phone and give us five stars, please. Won't you? The Truck
3: Show The
0: Truck Show The Truck Show Or you could send us an email That would be cool too Truckshowpodcast at gmail.com Or, now this gets really cool Five Star Hotline You can stop the podcast right now Just turn the volume down And call 657-205-6105 205-657 What is it? Damn it, Holman Wait, I got it 657-205-6105 Dial it. Leave a message. You got a question about trucks? You got a question about? Uh, Hold on, I'm still laughing. Well, you're still out. Oh, what a dick. What do you got? Contribute. <laughs>
2: all right. How about uh, hit us up on our socials at Truck Show Podcast on the majors and uh, at Truck
0: Podcast on the minor that nobody that cares means about. Twitter? No, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. There's like 68 at, people there. Now. At Truck Show Podcast, Facebook and Instagram. Those are the two key social media platforms that we enjoy. Oh, me? is that what it is? Yes. Is that what we endorse? Yes. <laughs> all right, uh, and let's talk about SEMA. You're going to be there all week. I'm going to be there
2: all week. Uh, it's going to be. A week after this show airs, uh, I'm going to carry a ton of Truck Show Podcast stickers with me. So if you can locate me, if you're at SEMA, find me. Hit me
0: up. i got stickers <laughs> well, for you. That's ridiculous. Well, I'll be trapped. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going anywhere. So if you want to go to the Banks Power Booth. <laughs> oh, if you want the easy stickers, you can find lightning. That's right. I'm going to be so honest. Uh, these... Where well, you're
2: chained to, uh, chained to
0: the, uh, what do they call those? The the booth walls, I guess. The booth walls. We have a big-ass wall. You can't miss it. we got a giant uh, 10-foot circular banner. Uh-huh. I've got a 20-foot wide, 16-foot tall wall with a giant banks on top. You can't miss it. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I will be there and I will be chained to a table. <laughs> yes, I'm going to be chained to a rear differential. You're, you're not going to be able to leave with like, you. it'll be one of those retractable ones where you get to, like 20 feet out. But I'll tell you why I'm in heaven. Okay. Because I'm literally, our booth is right next to... McGoy's okay. suspension. So I uh-huh. got my lift kits. All right. And right next to HR Special Springs. Okay. And so I get my lifted trucks uh-huh. and my lowered cars. And you're just all I, ready to then go. And I'm heaven. in heaven. I'm in hog heaven. Well, so I don't need to leave. I'm in way more heaven because uh, I'm roaming
2: the entire time. You're roaming? Nope. Roaming. <laughs> okay. Roaming. <laughs> okay. And uh, I uh, actually, because you're stuck in a booth, I actually am taking up some of your
0: responsibilities this year. You are. You're going to be getting some interviews, which is going to be uh, very cool. You're going to be hard at work, and I would like to contribute. So, if we can line up some of these interviews after, after hours, after, after five o'clock, after I've had a beer and all right, chill. I can guarantee we're we're going to get at least one interview
2: from somebody we love. Okay, I All right. should hope so.
0: So, uh, with you tied to your booth, I'm going to be hosting Brew Talks at uh, 4 p.m. on Tuesday and Wednesday. Again, this is industry only, so I feel like we're talking to a kind of a small audience. But yeah, I know but we,
2: the, we have a lot of people listening who are going to be there. Be in the industry? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday is going to be Brittany Williams from Lightright Studios, uh, Jim Leah from uh, Formula Drift Holdings, and uh, Aaron Kaufman from Arc Light Fabrication. Those so, uh, be some yeah. Aaron. Yeah. And then uh, Wednesday is going to be uh, SEMA Hall of Famer. So, Amy Falk from Hypertech. Barry McGuire from McGuire's and uh, Corky Coker, uh, oh, of Coker Tires. Tires, yeah, absolutely. Oh wow! So uh, we'll be uh, we'll be talking to some cool people out there, and then uh, for those of you who are in town early. I'm going to be doing uh, judging for SEMA Launchpad on Monday at 11. Now Launchpad is
0: where it's kind it's of like Shark pump. Tank. It's like Shark Tank, yeah, exactly. Shark Tank
2: for uh, SEMA entrepreneurs.
0: So what I'm interested? Can you do be uh, do do a little scouting for me? All right. I am interested in the Young Guns program that SEMA puts together. Uh-huh. So they're like guys. I don't know what the age is. You have to be under 30. I want to yeah, guess something like, or something like that. But you, I think most of the guys are in their kind of early to mid 20s. Yeah. And it's a it's a battle of the builders basically. Yeah. But it's for the the young dudes, now I'm curious. Traditionally, they're all imports. There's some BMWs, stuff like that, but- Those are imports. Well, okay, but I mean like, so Japanese- JDM stuff like, versus- JD, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's traditionally what it is. Keep your eyes out because if there are any young truck builders- Yep. We're very We're going to have to find them. In addition, on Tuesday at
2: 1030, I'm uh, hosting a podcasting uh, seminar on how to get into podcasting <laughs> uh, for the automotive folks. On Thursday, I'll be doing a Overland Experience panel, and on Friday, I'll be doing a SEMA interview with uh, Miles Kovacs in Lower South Hall. Miles so. Kovacs of Dub Magazine fame.
0: Yeah. So uh, I'm going to be. You know, he's a, motivational, he's a motivational speaker now. Did is you he know really? That? Yes. Well, that's and probably why I'm they chose him to joking. host it. Yeah. yeah. No,
2: that'll be cool. So I'm looking forward to doing all those things while uh, you're stuck in a booth.
0: Yeah. It sounds like. A, <laughs> like a, it's, it's a, uh, is that a movie stuck in a booth or is that a song? Oh, stuck, it's definitely a, a song. Yeah. Definitely stuck a song. in a
2: booth. Yep.
0: Hmm. Well, you're making it sound depressing. <laughs> <Why>? because, <laughs> well, I mean, I can't stand
2: in one place all day. Yeah. I mean, I don't care how cool the stuff you're doing is. I just would... I, I have to... Yeah, well, the people are moving. coming to me. I'm excited. All right. All yeah, right. It's well. my
0: first year. I've, I've always wandered, and so this would be cool. You're on just, lockdown.
2: I am on lockdown. At least uh, make sure you get your sticker if you're in town and
0: uh, find one of us. We're, uh, we'll be out there. And, of course, we could not go without thanking Nissan, which I think they do have a booth at SEMA, don't they? Uh, yes. We should go find them, and we should try to do an interview. I would love
2: to do that. So okay. uh, if you want to check out a uh, Nissan Titan or a Nissan Titan XD... Be sure
0: to head on over to your Nissan dealer, NissanUSA.com. But what about the warranty? Five-year, 100,000 miles. And not just on the 19, but I hear it's going to continue. Some guy named Holman did a, did an interview, and, and the guy he was interviewing mm-hmm. said that would be the same warranty policy on the 2020. Imagine that. Did you hear? Uh, did I hear what? Zero Gravity Seats, Fender yes. Audio System, that. super awesome interior. I'm very excited. All right, go uh, go check out Nissan. And of course, you know we can't forget our friends over at Tech. Nope, because they're uh, they're trying to get National Jobber Day to be a thing. I they love that, you by the to. way. Yeah, so if you are going to be at SEMA and you're going to be in, uh, near booth 34125, that's in Upper South Hall. That's where all the lifted trucks and yep. tires and stuff are. That's where they're going to be. Wednesday, November 6th from 3 to 5 p.m. This is at SEMA, of course. Uh, who? All jobbers and distributors who are attending SEMA. They've got nachos, beer, soft drinks, raffle prizes, and something totally random, they say. And your business card is your ticket to entry. If you're going to be at SEMA, go up to the deck booth. Last year, they had a crazy-ass band, marching band, stomping through the halls, pissing everybody off. And this year, they're trying to get—they uh, want you to sign up and help them make Jobber Day a thing. And don't forget to let Greg at Deck know that you heard about Deck from the Truck Show podcast. A Little wink,
2: wink, love uh, over there for us. Mm-hmm. And I uh, heard they're going to be debuting something. We're new. not talking.
0: We're not supposed to talk about this. Why? I, he said, "Don't talk about it." We yet. can't tell. I'm not telling. Tell, it's embargoed. I'm not saying what it is. Embargo. Oh, I didn't know that we could even say that they are debuting something new. Well, I, I mean, guess it's we SEMA. just did. We just it, well, don't. We, we just assume every company going to SEMA has something new. Well, they're just cool. Did it? But we can't talk about it. No. So it, it's it just is. You think we're digging ourselves a hole right now? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This is not a way to end this show.
2: Um, go buy a deck system. And put <laughs> it in the back of your Nissan Titan. Damn it, I don't
0: want to get an angry call from decked. Oh
2: no. Who is it? Oh shoot, it says decked on it.
0: <laughs> we are deeply sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry.